Hello and welcome to Thrill Seekers, arguably the worst known movie podcast on the internet. My name's Ned, and joining me as ever are Steve. Hello. And Matt. Hello. I think I've got his microphone in the wrong place, excuse me. <laughs> it needs twisting. Bim, Twisted. Bim, Talk Twisted. amongst yourselves. <laughs> or, Sorry, I was doing Sims. <laughs> or make that noise. Sims talking, I've never even played Sims. What, really? <laughs> no. How have you never played Sims? Ever. I was probably drunk <laughs> somewhere. Probably you two are <laughs> the same like age. 25 years? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, um, I've just never got into it. It wasn't my sort of game. Uh, no, well, I didn't like it, but mm. I, I, I know everyone it. our age had played it. Yeah, I know, I know of it, but I've never... I, I think my sister used to play it. I used to watch while she played it, but I wasn't interested. <laughs> but you're interested enough to watch your sister play it? Yes. That's well, it's you, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, of just, course. This just... <laughs> point is trying to work it out. Mm, There's like no said, reason. No, yeah. it just is. It just is what it is. Yeah, don't try and dissect it. Just accept it. No, this is this is this is true. <laughs> okay, on that bombshell, I suppose I should ask how you doing. As I do it every week. I'm good. Thanks. Seems to be a thing. Good. It's getting colder though. Mm, it is. It is cold and dark. It is. Not been many frosts yet though, and that's a very boring thing to say. But no, I'm glad we are frost I'm glad free currently. No frosts. Yeah. Well, it could be because I work from home now, so I get up early. No, wait, later. later. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, can't dictate time in my head. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, this week we're doing a... What's the theme, Matthew? Uh, the theme this week is movies about painters. Ooh, it is. I was yeah. expecting you to struggle over that for some reason. No, no, not at all, because I've got it written down oh, right yeah, me. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> on the, the dream, the whiteboard of dreams. Yes, which with we'll the be real on, on Instagram in about an hour and a half. The contemporary invention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt's uh, my project analog <laughs> <laughs> MS publishing or whatever it's called. Yeah, we said it was a, a it was a manual PowerPoint. Or something. PowerPoint, that's it, not yeah. publishing. That's the one. Yeah. That's made my joke fall flat, hasn't it? <laughs> I mean, they all do, but <laughs> all right. So uh, before we crack on with our uh, films about painters, yes, has anybody seen anything this week? I have. Ooh, I what? have been to watch Eternals. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I was not remember the name of it then. Yeah, yeah. I was on the fence about this. I didn't think the trailer. The trailers didn't blow me away. There was only yeah. one part yeah, about I the trailer exactly that sort of same. piqued mm. my interest. Well, before and I, watched... I presume it was going to fall flat. But go yeah. On. Yeah. I mean, watched the trailer before and I thought it looked pretty decent. But then, I mean, well, before that we went to Comic Con at Birmingham, NEC. Yeah. And it was. Well, we got there about <laughs> nine-ish, and then from about twelve thirty onwards, it was like COVID central. So. We got yeah. out of there. It was it was okay. It wasn't as good as it used to be years ago, but it was still decent. And yeah, they must. The, they didn't have as many stores on you said, did they? Nah, must have been. Really. Bec- must have been as. It was. It was heavily, COVID, heavily so. anime and heavily manga and things, which is fine. Because normally they've but, got loads of stores, haven't they? Yeah, I think we found two stores with comics. Okay. Considering it's called Comic Con, it's yeah. it a bit like oh, I wanted to see more comics, but obviously not. So I thought we'd geek out a bit more and go and watch um, Eternals. And it was okay, <laughs> but there was something missing from it, and I think it was like familiarity of. What did you rate it? I rated four out of ten. Oh, you thought that's okay? That's, yeah, I'd say that. That's for what me, I was trying to get out of it. Like, bad. I yeah. know what you thought. I wouldn't watch it again, but I'm glad I've seen it. I've, yeah, that's why it's okay. It's like it's not something I'd see again. Like I wouldn't go seeking it out. I, th- I think for a three-hour film. Three hours. three hours. I think it's two hours forty-five. Jesus. Something like that, or two hours thirty, something. Um, for an okay, for a four out of ten, I ain't sitting down to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think you could probably could have. For me, you could have condensed the 
that time down to about half an hour. <laughs> of, of, of me being interested. I fell asleep. Well, we both fell asleep. I do have a question about it. <laughs> yeah. Is, I can't remember his name, the guy that's in Train to Busan, good in it? Ah, yes, Gilgamesh. Is that his name? Yeah, it? it's his yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's pretty cool. He's probably my favourite character. I actually. didn't even know he was in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. He's that's one, that's the one thing I'm clinging on to. He's, well. he's, <laughs> he's the guy that when they get the gold in the trailer around his fist and he just punches everything oh. <laughs> because he's a beast. <laughs> I can't remember that in the trailer. But yeah, he's um, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. He's probably one of my favourites. Nice. Oh, yeah. Blue Suit. Blue Suit, yes. I thought you meant the other guy. I do remember Blue Suit. Being yeah, yeah, no, Blue, Blue, Blue Suit, Suit big dude. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, he's wicked. Even better. But yeah, like I say, it's, it's just got something missing. I think it's familiarity with... It's got like... new. It's a new era of Marvel. So... Yeah, yeah. If you know didn't I mean. you say it also, look, short of spoiling anything, but didn't you mm. say it? Um, some of the canon from <clears throat> the previous Marvels didn't yeah. really work? Um, That's interesting. Didn't you say that there was something, unless you missed it? I'm just trying to figure out. I thought you said there was, was it what? even a post-credit scene or something There's like that? There's two post-credit scenes. One right at the very end of the trailer. Uh, trailer. One right at the very end of the movie, which is usually where the pretty, pretty amazing. And there's one at the end of the film that is the bit that you're on about, I think, but I can't really say anything because that's going to be a spoiler. No, but, no, but I just remember you saying that because you're quite well versed with Marvel. With Marvel, yeah. It didn't really make much sense in terms of the the, the, the canon, the yeah, background. I can't say it. Because yeah. no, it's just, there's just something that doesn't, doesn't fit in. Doesn't gel. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. that's all yeah. I'm getting. There's out something of, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There's something that doesn't make any sense, and it happens at the end. Okay. And, um, that's interesting. I was kind of like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'll keep but an eye out for that. But obviously, until I would have thought they wouldn't have tripped themselves over with something this big, but mm. they might not have done. Yeah, the might Possibly. not have done, to be honest. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to point at Matt <laughs> I, again. It's he is quite well versed. <laughs> in Marvel. He is well versed in Marvel. He's more mm. well versed than I am. Yeah, well, and I've watched all of them. Yeah, yeah, and you're way more well versed than I am. So, yeah, yeah. Matt is our Marvel expert. Oh, yeah, cheers, thanks. You are a <laughs> go-to Marvel man. That sounds like a superhero. Marvel yeah. man. I'll get slated now. Like Matt, you're. Oh, you won't. No one listens to it. It's Matt, fine. Matt, you're, <laughs> yeah, Matt, you're a fucking dick. That makes total sense. If anyone listened to us, yeah, you get loads of hate. But as it turns out, the forty people that listen couldn't care less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, inter- well, not interestingly, but Hannah went to see Eternals with her mom. Yeah. Because her mom wanted to see Did it. Did she? Yeah. I didn't know they were. Mo- yeah, her mom wanted to see it, which seemed really random. That does the, seem odd. All the films that <laughs> Lois could have picked. Is there yeah. any bald people in it? Uh, the Well, the guy, Blue Suit, I think he's got skinhead in it. Has he? And he's muscly. No, he's got hair. Oh, has he got hair? Yeah, he's got hair. Oh, oh, no, in that case, then, no. I don't no idea so. why she wanted to go see it, though. Yeah, Hannah's... bald heads? Bald, uh, muscly folks, yeah. Like oh, okay. Vin Diesel. Hannah's mom does, yeah. Rock. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. Marry that up with Bob. <laughs> yeah. This is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> but yeah, oh, they went to see it. Hannah gave it. Hannah said she'd give it a six, but she didn't really expand on why because yeah. she knows at some point I will see it. Yeah. But I'm just yeah. waiting for the crowds to die down because I hate full theaters. Yeah, yeah. For films that aren't necessary for it, do and I want you yeah. to watch quite early because oh, God, I think. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. And Hannah's mom said it was very good. Mm. But she also thinks she. I think she called it a proper film, right? But she also thinks that Dune hasn't got a story. Yeah. So again, uh, yeah. take that as you yeah. will. Yeah. If you're going to say Eternals is like a seven or eight, and Dune's a three or a four. Oh we, yeah, that's yeah. ruined it a little bit. We will, <laughs> we will have another conversation in this vein. Yeah. When 
we're all up to date with it. Me and, well, about a different film. Me and Matt were speaking to you about the Book of Eli. Ah, yes, yes last week, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I said that I've, I've argued with people about the ending of that film. <laughs> yeah. Have you argued with Matt now? No, I've argued with Lois. Oh, oh. oh. It's Lois about oh. that film. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Lois is the uh, common denominator, yeah. It'll be she interesting is. then to Don't see your point of view on this. Chucking out, uh, yeah. chucking out controversial views. Yeah. yeah. Should we get her on this? Yeah. Nope. Well, maybe laugh. I forgot what I was going to say. It's your mother-in-law. Yep. I'm for all intents and purposes, my Yours, yeah. We know her well. Lovely girl. Yeah, she is. We're taking the piss. So, the Eternals, four out of ten. Yeah. There you go. There's a review for you. Yeah, yeah. 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 What about you, Mr. Brown? Well... I sat down on a glorious Friday evening to <laughs> watch one of our films for this week and also was treated to Video Drew Drome. Video Drome. Video Drome. <laughs> yeah. Vide- well, it is like a Video Drome. Video Drome with yourself. You did. Ned. You did. And that was um, a bit of an iron op- opener to film, wasn't it? It, it was, was not what I expected whatsoever. I'd seen it before, but probably 15 years ago. I think, and I say that exact phrase a lot on this, because I used to watch horror when I lived with kind of Dickie and Tom. Did you remember enough of this? Not really. I remember it being sleazy. It was sleazy. Was ba- I remember it being sleazy, and I remember the, the body, horror, ho- uh, body horror elements of it, because it's a David oh, Cronenberg yeah. film. But yeah. outside that, I couldn't remember much. When um, I gave Matt one of the films this week to watch, I really <laughs> wanted to give it and pretend to put it in his stomach but <laughs> then I realised he wouldn't have a clue what we was on about because he's not seen video he wouldn't he just wonder why you were feeling his tummy up <laughs> it wouldn't be unusual but I would have, I I would have accepted it I think you'd have lent into it yeah, literally physically what would you give it out of 10 oh that's an interesting question because I didn't even consider that after I'd watched it I was too um, bewildered bewildered I would probably give it Maybe a five. Okay. Because I don't think it was brilliant, but I did think it was quite an interesting concept. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Um, and for the most part, it was done fairly well. Yeah. Even the the, the, the body horror stuff, because it was, it was quite a while ago. When was it? 1989? 1983. Three. Yes, it's older than oh, all of us. <laughs> so I thought that the, um, the effects, the practical effects were pretty good for its, for its time. It, was, it didn't yeah, feel yeah, like did. it was awkward to watch. No, mm. not. I, th- I, th- I give it about. I think I'd give it a seven. Really? Yeah. I think. Yeah. I, I obviously like it a bit more than you. Whether that's because it's the second time that I've seen it. Mm. Because when I went to rate it, because I do it on IMDb, and I sometimes use Letterbox, I should use it more because people follow us on that. To literally nothing. <laughs> it's just empty, <laughs> empty follows at the moment. But I'd previously given it a six from obviously when I watched it last time. Right. Okay. And I think I enjoyed it a bit more than that now. Yeah. So, it so was, I upped it to a seven. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, for those... Or whether it's for the right reasons or not, I'm not sure. Yeah, so, so for the people that don't know what Videodrome is, I'm not going to spoil it. The kind of the concept is James Woods plays... What was his name? Max Wren? Yeah, yeah Max something, Wren. something yeah. like that, wasn't it? He plays Max Wren, who's like the scheduler for this small CD TV show, <laughs> uh, st- TV channel somewhere in America. And his job is to kind of constantly try and find the next big TV show. Yeah, like the trend, the next trend yeah, that people are going to tune into. Yeah. So he's always looking for kind of something that's got more sex in it, 
more violence, more realistic violence, kind of more torture. So all these kind of really grimy things that he's looking for. And he comes across a show called Videodrome. Mm. And the film is him pretty much trying to investigate where Videodrome's coming from, Mm. like where the signal's been picked up from. And it just, the further and further he gets into the Videodrome kind of world, Mm. he starts suffering hallucinations and all this kind of surreal shit as the world (laughs) and his mind all kind of meld into one in this kind of grubby, dirty, messy ball. Oh, no. (laughs) And it's... It's absolutely bonkers. It really, it's it's utterly mad, but it's right. def- it's definitely worth a watch. Even if you think it's shit and that sounds awful, I mean, it's worth a watch because it kind of mess. It it mixes all the sort of how we view media, yep. the sort of things that people crave, yeah, sex and violence. It kind of mushes all that up into a really kind of grotesque. <laughs> Yeah, setting. It's a, it is an interesting concept. It's I would, a bit of a cult movie, or yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, again, I would recommend this to to yeah. people to at least watch it once. Uh, yeah. And I wouldn't complain if somebody what said, "Do you want to go watch Videodrome?" Like, mm. I would happily come around yours and watch it again. Yeah. Um, but I would probably only recommend it to like-minded people that wanted to watch something a bit different and wanted yeah. to watch or just have a bit of fun yeah. with a horror movie. Someone's like very serious. Mm. Um, and maybe a bit more tunnel vision about their films, I wouldn't be recommending this film. Yeah. Yeah, if you've not got an interest in horror at least. <coughs> yeah. And it's it's not it's not scary horror, but it is it is grotesque. Yeah, it is. Mm. But I wouldn't punt this to your standard moviegoer and expect yeah, them I mean, to enjoy it. Because I think yeah. that's like it's too weird. Yeah, yeah it's, def- I mean. it's definitely like a, a there's there's a certain demographic for it. Yeah. yeah. But if you've yeah. got an interest in horror, you've one, you've probably already heard of it. Mm. and you might already have seen it but if you haven't it's, it's worth checking out I think yeah. it definitely it'll definitely give you something mm. yeah I'll watch yeah, it yeah. yeah yeah definitely watch it yeah yeah. I'm into weird stuff like that yeah it's definitely weird I think yeah. you'll like it yeah I think you'd think it was insane yeah yeah yeah, yeah cause it, that's why I like it it, 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 is, <laughs> it is mental yeah <laughs> and Ned yeah, I think you've watched something cinema this week as well I have you? I watched Antlers finally Ooh. oh yeah it was supposed to come out I think 2019 but oh really yeah. yeah a lot yeah. of trailer for that yeah it got done for the uh, the pandemic Mm. so it's been put back a bit so it was quite hyped amongst horror fans that it's going to be really really good yep and on the on the whole I, I really enjoyed it I've given it a seven and a half okay, okay. the trailer was, looked alright I was stuck between yeah. seven and eight mm. and I thought well I'm thinking about it this hard we literally do point fives yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah. I just wrote down seven point five is that the one with the little kid in the woods yep yeah yep. Got you. yeah so it's a I've, I've written a little couple of things down because I hadn't thought about it at all until today when I started writing down for this mm. It's got uh, Kerry Russell in it, Jesse Plemons, and the kid's played by Jeremy T. Thomas. And this mm. is the first time I've seen him in anything. I don't know if it's his debut or not. Yeah. But he was ridiculously good. Right. Like he's one that if you keep your eye on, he's obviously going to have a career. Yeah. Or as long as things go well, obviously, if you're a child actor, loads yeah. of things can go insane. But yeah. But he was phenomenal in it. Mm. Best performance by a long way. Interesting. And he's got some good actors in it. <laughs> yeah. Because Kerry Russell and Jesse Plemons are yeah. both ace. Mm. And they're both good in this, but uh, Jeremy T. Thomas just absolutely smashes it out of the park. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculously good. Directed by a guy called Scott Cooper, whose name doesn't ring a bell to me. I'm sure people probably who'd follow horror might have, might have already heard of him. Yeah. And it's based on a short story called The Quiet Boy by Nick Antosca. Again, which I haven't read. I've heard of the story, but I've never, never read it. Yeah. And the kind of the plot, it's about this 12-year-old kid, that's Jeremy T. Thomas. Yeah. In rural, uh, I think he's in, 
Omaha or Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember. I should have. I should have googled it. But it's somewhere kind of in America. It's in this kind of poor economic economic downturn place. Everyone's kind of skint, and it's yeah. a very hard life that they're all living. And he's going through some trauma at home. His teacher, Kerry Russell, picks up on that and starts investigating what the trauma could be. Mm-hmm. Her brother is Jesse Plemons, who plays the sheriff doesn't want to get involved because mm. there's also a load of other stuff happening in the town, kind of people going missing, mm. murders. So he's kind of more focused on that and Kerry Russell's more focused on the kids. But obviously, because it's a film, it, it kind of it all hinges around the similar kind of things that yeah. are going on. But it's it's really, really good. The atmosphere in it, it just kind of drips with dread and anxiety and everything. Mm. It's so dark visually. Not dark as in like the camera works, not dark. Yeah. But the the film is just full of dread from start to finish. It's uncomfortable to watch to an extent. And uh it, it deals with it's a creature film. Yeah. And that's not a spoiler, that's kind of foot for yeah. on, yeah, on the trailers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's a creature that I've only ever seen in one other film. Okay. Which was quite nice. Okay. So it was kind of completely fresh. Yeah, it's not ever uh, done this. The yeah. idea. Yeah, it wasn't a it was definitely not a stale creature. Yeah. Could have done with arguably a little bit more on the creature or to right. do with the creature. But yeah, the cinematography's good. The acting was great. Del Toro was a producer. Amazing. And you can kind of see his influence to an extent on the film. Yeah, it yeah. feels a bit Del Toro. You normally can, can't you? Whenever yeah. you see a film and you think Del Toro, oh God, this is going to be tw- twisted and amazing. Yeah, because he carries yeah. a massive persona into everything that yeah. he does. Yeah. And you, you can definitely see that. I would say if you can watch it in a cinema, I don't know if it's still on, mm. but if you can watch it in a cinema... I think it, the atmosphere is kind of elevated by the by the cinema experience. Yeah, couple of drawbacks. I think it's only eighty nine minutes long. I think I could have done with maybe another ten minutes. Yeah, because there's little bits of trauma and back and backstory to some of the characters that it touches on, mm. and I just would have wanted a little bit more. Not loads. It doesn't need to be spoon fed to the audience. Kind of what's happened in the past, and that's fine. But I think it could have been explored a bit more to be a, a higher scoring film. Yeah, yeah. and I think. The end of the film was fine. Ending horror is difficult anyway. We've had this mm. conversation. I can't remember if they've done it on mic or off. But ending horror, films, books, TV shows, is hard. And no yeah. one seems to do it satisfactorily or very rarely gets done satisfactorily. Mm. And the ending in this is okay. But in order to get to the ending, there's one pivotal scene that's just full of kind of exposition mm. of just a conversation where someone's saying, yada, 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 yada. And then that directly goes into the end. Right, yeah. okay. And it's a little bit tell, not show, rather than show, not tell. Yeah. yeah. So I think another 10, 15 minutes could have fleshed that out as well. But other, I mean, that's me scraping the, scraping the barrel for criticism. It's a very, very good film. And if you're a horror fan, I think you'll like it. Oh, it's okay. slow. If you don't like slow-paced, slow-burning kind of build-ups mm. that are more dread than jump scares. And there are some good jump scares in there. There's a couple of bits where I moved. <laughs> yeah. And I said before, I don't normally. So, but yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Cool. And I've also watched up. Oh, okay. This week, but I haven't read <laughs> it down. I watched it last night. <laughs> Amazing. And uh, yeah, it's, it's first time I've seen it. It's great. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Hannah picked a film. It's um, a heart wrencher, man. Yeah. It's the, a heart wrencher. At the beginning, yeah. the yeah, opening yeah, yeah. to the office. Yeah. It's fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> I said because I always moan whenever she picks something because I, because obviously I suffer with anxiety and kind of death and illness kind of freak me out. I'll say as a horror fan. <laughs> Which is weird. But she always <laughs> tends to pick a film where within 
the first 10 minutes, there's, there's a dead kid, there's a dead wife, there's, <laughs> heartache, <laughs> there's someone who's got paralyzed. There's, and I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> so she warned me about the first 10 minutes of this. Oh, so I was prepared yeah. going in. It's awful. At least yeah, you had warning. So I, yeah. I was thinking, I'm sitting down for Disney Pixar. This would be great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've not written anything down other than I think I wrote the word wonderful and yeah. nine out of 10. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is great. Yeah, yeah. First time I've seen it. I think it's. Probably below Toy Story and yeah. my very favourite Disney films, but it's, yeah, it's yeah. fucking pushing it. It's up there, yeah. yeah. It's Definitely. it's in the it's in the upper echelon of good Disney. Yeah, films. and I fell in love with Doug. Yep, Doug's yeah. gone. Amazing. <laughs> Doug's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Scroll, <laughs> scroll, scroll. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've seen. I don't know if either of you have seen anything else. Uh, I, don't think so. I have not. Other than, other than these three films, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Old thing. All right, yeah. so shall we uh, crack on into the main three? Then we should say again, from this point on, everything will be spoiled. spoiled. Yeah. So turn off if you only ever want to hear the roundup. Turn off now. Yeah. And go and watch these three films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then come back because then we get two listens. Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's how it works. I think it is. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> if that is how it works, just pause it often and go make lots of tea breaks and yeah. and come back. Yeah. And Triple restart impact. it. Yeah. Just Hundreds come. of times a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. not? Treat, treat yourself. Uh, so um, I think we're going to start with my film, aren't we? Yep. Yep. We yep. seem to have fallen into the alphabetical way. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy with that because it just makes it easier. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So my pick for this week uh, is Big Eyes, which was released in 2014, directed by Tim Burton. Uh, I've only written down the uh, main two leads of this cast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which are Amy Adams and Christoph Waltz. The synopsis for this film is that it's a, a biopic, um, loosely, I believe, a biopic of Margaret Keane, whose art became popular in the 50s uh, and 60s, which then led to an eventual legal battle with her husband, Walter, who's played by Christoph Waltz, as he tried to claim her work as his own. Uh, I thought this was a really interesting story, to be honest. I didn't realise it was true until yeah. you mentioned the other week that it was uh, based on a real painter. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting true life story. I thought it was really well told. I think it was superbly acted. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I need to watch it again, mm. but I think I would still enjoy it if I did. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't. It'd be one that I think somebody else would put on that I'd sit down to enjoy. But I did give it a seven out of ten. Okay. I thought it was really well done. Uh, I thought. Well, we'll get into it more so. But Matt, what did you think? Exactly the same. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I would enjoy watching it again but I wouldn't be hard done by if I didn't watch it again. Yeah. Um, I've just, I was surprised by the category because I didn't think I was going to enjoy many of the films. But this one, I was like hooked. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was quite yeah, an intriguing I was like, story. This, this is really, really good. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. wouldn't have gone searching for it. No. But I'm yeah. glad that well, that's the good thing about but, doing but this, I think. That's the whole idea of doing this. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we'll yeah. watch stuff that we ne- cause I'd seen Goy's Ghost before. I never would have watched Big Eyes and I never would have watched Sweet Home. Yeah. No. And now I've watched all three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yes, yeah, so very good. On that, what did you think? <laughs> I am going to break the trends, so I apologise now, but I didn't like it at all. Okay, mm. I, th- I like biopics, and I thought the story, the real story behind the film, is is fascinating, and I think it needs to be told, or should it needed to be told. Mm. I just wish it had been told by someone other than Tim Burton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who? I, <laughs> this is going to sound really controversial because I love Tim Burton's early stuff, but I don't think he's made a good film in twenty years. Mm. And this, to me, was tonally 
a mess. I thought it was all over the place. I've given it a three. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is really, and I've, after I wrote my, my, my stuff down and read through everything yeah. and kind of rated it, I had a quick look on people's reviews. Hmm. And it seems to be split between kind of seven and aboves and then lower scores. There's more sevens and above than there are lower scores. I think it hits for more people than it fails for. Yeah. Which is good. But for me, I was I, I just, I watched it today as well. So it's fresh in my mind. Hmm. I got the impression, my biggest criticism of it, well, I've got, I've got a fair few, but the one that is in my head at the moment is it's Margaret Keane's story, but it isn't being told as a Margaret Keane story. It's being told as a Walter Keane story. Right. Mm-hmm. It's predominantly uh, Christopher Waltz as the the main part of the story. It's, 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 kind of, it's his story. There's very little focus on Margaret Keane. I've got... Yeah, I get that. There's... Yeah. There's a lot of him hobnobbing, mm-hmm. very little of Margaret Keane painting or coming up with any inspiration or that sort of thing that I would have found interesting personally for me. Yeah. There's one scene where she's, I think she's doing some shopping in the supermarket and every one that she meets has got the, oh, her yeah, 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 yeah. guys. Yeah. That's kind of the only scene where she, get, and that, she gets any inspiration because that's when she changes her painting style. Yeah. But even that scene irritated me because Tim Burton put in Tim Burton-esque fantasy Stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and I love Tim Burton's early stuff I just want him to stop making films yeah. but I, I just didn't like it I'm sorry <laughs> it's all good it's, um, when I said it was a Tim Burton movie when it first started I was like this does not look like a Tim Burton movie it was so colourful yeah, 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 that's one of the and things I, I really like, liked about it, how, this is, how colourful it this was. This is amazing. That um, was one of the things that missed with me as well. Yeah, and then when you said oh, really? about the eyes, I was like, ah, there's Tim Burton. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> and there's a little scene as well where Christoph walks right at the end looking through the keyhole. Yes. And his eyes massive, and yeah, I was like, that's yeah, yeah. Tim Burton. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when he's chucking the matches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did, it didn't need that side yeah. of things. I agree uh, completely. And yeah. what elevated this film for me more than anything was, well... The story is very interesting, but yeah. it was the performances by Christoph Waltz and Amy Adams. I do think they could have spent more time on Margaret Keane, yeah. but I don't think they... I still didn't feel like it was a complete... It was just a Walter story. I did feel like there was Not 100 a mix, there was bits in there. But for a Margaret... Yeah, so I think it's... That's why I said loosely a biopic, because I don't mm. think it is a true... Um, what you would say a, a typical biopic because you would see it more from the point of view of her. Yeah. When it does lean heavy into Walter Keane's um, actions too. Yeah. So for me, this, I think it must be, a, it depends on how you see this film. Mm. Yeah. See it less as a biopic, see it more as, um, I think what they were going for is what this story leads to, yeah. which is the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you need to see a fair bit of water to. What's the word I'm looking for? For the end to have the uh, gravitas it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if you haven't seen enough of water, mm-hmm. it it's less effective. I think I, I yeah. agree with that, and I've got no issue with seeing a lot of water. If you just saw the same amount of water as we did, mm-hmm. and maybe similar to what I've just said about another film, maybe another ten minutes of some more Margaret yep. yeah. sections. I, st- I think it would have been better, but, and this, and, and this, you've both just said that you really like this part of it, but I didn't like the performances either. Mm. Neither of them. I thought they were, I, Amy Adams to me felt flat and I love Amy Adams, 
I said this last week. I think she deserves more Oscars than she's got. She fell yeah, flat to me. And this isn't. I'm not blaming them again. I'm, this is putting it on Tim Burton on the direction. I should stop saying his name. <laughs> I'd put it on the direction. Yeah. And Christoph Waltz was so far the other way that I stopped believing he was a real person <laughs> because it was just <laughs> it was just in, ridiculous. It was insane. And his performance irritated me more than pleased me. I was quite the only the person I really liked was the judge. Because he kept telling him to shut up, and that's what I wanted to say for half an hour. I really like the judge. Now, but that's the point. That's the, the oh, picture yeah. they're painting of Walter, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. But I mean, I don't, I, I don't know what the real Walter King was like. Yeah, I can't imagine he was. He might have been. He might have been like this. But even if he was like this, I still think it's a poor choice to put him on film that way, because some things that are are real. Mm. need changing that's why things change when it gets to film because it's just not entertaining to watch there's yeah. a story I can't remember what the film's called but it's I think it's set in the 50s 60s in America and it was about the first interracial marriage mm. the first white woman and black man that got married and it's a really really interesting story Yeah. but they told it 100% like it happened and yeah. as a film it's fairly dull Yeah. Okay. but the story is amazing yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And, I, and when I went in I was like oh, I know full well that they haven't changed this this is pretty much as it happened but it was dull right <laughs> and i was like and that's that made me realize that oh, sometimes i know people complain about dramatization yeah, and, yeah. sometimes it's yeah. needed and i understood then i can see what sometimes it's done badly but i understood at that point maybe maybe it is why it's needed but in this film <laughs> yeah i think he's either been dramatized too much for me personally or he needed to be reined back if that's how he was real i just thought it was christopher waltz kind of being encouraged to just be mad yeah and it well it just irritated me more than pleased me <laughs> i thought yeah. he was fantastic yeah, yeah and it's I gonna work it. For, it, obviously it does work for a lot of people it's a very well-rated yeah. film oh yeah i i really thought you're not meant to like walter no not at all and i think i th I, th I think he did such a good job of making you hate him I did hate him, but I hated him for the wrong reasons. Mm. I hated him for his portrayal, not for him. For what he was being directed into. <laughs> but that's just me. That's my personal Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think of like... I, I wouldn't be able to say what his portrayal, how good his portrayal was in regards because I don't know no, no, Walter. No, nor would I. But I, d you d I don't need to know Walter to know if I've enjoyed his portrayal or not. Yeah. And I know that I didn't... Uh, what's it? Jojo Rabbit. Taika Waititi. I know he didn't play Hitler like Hitler actually was. <laughs> but I loved it. Yeah. yeah. And I know that's totally different because that was a fictional kind of character of Hitler. But it, it just... His character and Amy Adams' character, the way they were both played, jarred for me. Every time mm. they were together, I didn't believe them. I didn't, They came across like they were acting rather than that they were who they were. Yeah. And it just took me out of the film. I don't think either performance matched the colour of the film and I did like the colour of the film so I said I didn't yeah. earlier it's more that I just don't think it matched anything else that happened in the film okay. I think tonally it was just all over the shop yeah I mean I went to this film knowing nothing about it and um, when I first well when you first see Christoph Waltz when he's doing the paintings of the street views and obviously Amy Adams mm. is next to him doing the big eye paintings and I he had that stripey that blue horizontal striped top <laughs> yeah and I know and, and, and I was like oh my god I said I knew he was going to be French just but just <laughs> from him wearing that top he just looks so French and when you actually obviously find out that he's not French he's never been to Paris I was like he's even tricked me 
<laughs> I was like, how good is this? Yeah, he wasn't saying he was French from the beginning. No, this is it, yeah. Yeah, but he made me think he was, the way he okay. was doing his Renaissance paintings and all that <laughs> sort of thing. And I was just yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's even fooled me and I'm just watching him. And <laughs> um, I think like throughout the whole film, every time he come on the screen, Elaine was just like, I need to punch that guy so bad. Yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was very <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, think, I think even I, I think, I, I mean, I know we, we know this because we, me and Matt have said this and, and, and you've said what you, you feel. Yeah. But I, I think Amy Adams' performance was really strong as well. I think yeah. it was very understated. And yeah. I don't, again, uh, Margaret Keane, I'm not sure what she's like personality-wise, but yeah. I got the impression that if, as long as it's true to life, that Amy Adams did a good job of being that um, dominated woman in the yeah. sense that yeah. the the male was taking charge <laughs> and she fell into a corner and she yeah. wasn't standing up for her, her own um, mm. wants and desires and, and, and taking yeah. her work as her own. Yeah. I thought I, th- I thought it worked really well. I think... I, I, yeah, I... I, I I don't think it's a film that would be worthy of like a ten out of ten or anything like that. I don't think that can that could be argued that well. Yeah. Um but I think it was well made and I think it was well acted. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. It's been a while since me and you have disagreed at least, Steve. It yeah. is. It yeah, is, it is yeah. actually, yeah. Like to a, a significant level. It's normally, normally like head in the hands and like, oh, Matt, what are you doing? Oh, Matt. <laughs> I also... Um, I'm actually enjoying this. Where's the popcorn? <laughs> I didn't think this was a particularly standard Danny Elfman score either. Yeah. Um, I didn't realise it was. Yeah, yeah. It's, it sounded quite different, but I watched this with Becky and she said it did actually sound a bit like, um, mm. what's the film, Big Fish? Oh yeah, and it's been a long time since I've seen that song. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. That was the last Tim Burton film that I enjoyed. Really, oh, okay. I've seen. I've not seen every Tim Burton film since then, but I've seen. I didn't enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm, not seen that. I enjoyed Dan, that. Danny Elfman. Didn't watch Corpse Bride, which came out after it, <laughs> and then I haven't liked any of his Johnny Depp vehicles right. since then. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the first live-action film not to contain Johnny Depp or Helena Bonham Carter since Mars Attacks in 1996. <laughs> no way. This was after he'd split up from... Or was yeah. it? It was. Wow. Yeah. I think... Uh, I I'm not know. sure, actually. I'm not sure. Okay. Mm. But this is the first not time... Not really <laughs> no, It's the first time that neither of them are in one of his films. Yeah. Since That's 1996. Crazy. That is crazy. It mm. is, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got some... Yeah, th- okay... The court, the court scene was fantastic. Oh yeah, when he was running between the, the stand and it, yeah, it made it made me giggle. And again, I think Christopher <laughs> did a fantastic job of that. I mean, whether that was true to life, I don't really care because I thought yeah. it was really fun. I think I thought I it was th- funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. So did I. Out of, co- out of the context of the film, <laughs> the judges letting him do this. I, I thought know. the kind of campy slapstick was funny. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. in the film, it, it, it just well, it just. Grated on me. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think Elaine said that she read some of the trivia on it and she said that basically like he didn't turn up on the first court date or something because that painting competition that they had at the end. Because me and Elaine was screaming at the TV saying, It's so easy to solve this. Just just put a board in front of him and say, just paint. <laughs> yeah. Just, just paint something. And then like she apparently didn't turn up for the first one, but he he did for the second one or something like that. And like he obviously oh, I've got trivia, off. but not that's not that sort of trivia. Yeah, okay. Yeah, something like he pulled his arm, something. I don't I think that might have been true. I don't know. Yeah, most oh, of that's the probably events, why he. Yeah, a lot of the events in the film were true. Oh, okay. I specifically googled it because I, I thought <laughs> the overall story is true, and I knew yeah. only from reading up. I yeah. knew that kind of the shoulder thing, and yeah. they went to court, and she got a settlement. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, is this stuff in the jazz bar? 
Yeah. Is this true or is this just added for the film? But apparently all that happened. Oh, so he smashed a painting over his head. Well, I don't think he smashed <laughs> a paint over his head. <laughs> that was hilarious. All the, all the um, <laughs> confrontation and the... Yeah, the confrontation, yeah. the kind of... The, the psychology the, of like getting people to look at... Yeah. Like, causing a scene and getting to look behind you. What the, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and kind of getting the, the art up in the jazz bars yeah. to start. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah, all that was true. Yeah, I, imagine, <laughs> I presumed so because I think... Yeah. Oh, just before you go into the what, your, your trivia bit as well, and this is utterly pointless to... It's not any, got anything to do with the film. It's got <laughs> to do with art. Yeah. I don't mind Margaret Keane's paintings. I think they're quite nice. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. And what, oh. ir- <laughs> what irritated me, and it wound me up about... <laughs> and what, it's what winds me up about the art world in the real world. Yeah. Is Jason Schwartzman's character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ruben. His, yeah, Ruben. Yeah. When he's in his uh, art gallery and Christoph Waltz <laughs> takes his paintings... Well, not his paintings, but takes some paintings in. Yeah. And he says no to them. And all that's up on the wall are white canvases with some <laughs> black, black smudges on it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. all of that kind of art is crap. To me, art is it, yeah. it, what, I'm like, it's not art, is it? Cutting a cow in half. It's not art. <laughs> messy bed. No. Yeah, so it's messy bed with a story. The story's yeah. great. The art's shit. I can't possibly hang <laughs> that beautiful photo over there. So yeah. <laughs> no, I, I expected him to be able to sell them. <laughs> To yeah. be honest, so for, for people who aren't aren't familiar, basically Walter Keane comes into Margaret's life after she abandons her previous husband um, and mm. she has a little daughter. So she's trying to make a new life for herself, selling her paintings. Yeah. Well, Walter comes into her life and helps her see her own value in her work yeah. and starts selling her paintings for her. He's very charismatic, he's very charming. It gets people on board to buy all the uh, the paintings, but mm-hmm. because he's the face, he ends up telling people that he it's his work that he did the paintings because it's easier for him to to sell. Yeah. Um. But as as the story unfolds, it turns out he's not who he says he is. He's <laughs> not a painter himself, which is what he claimed to be. Yeah. Uh, he's been stealing the paintings from somebody else and putting putting them up as his own, mm. and he ends up trying to take up all her work. Yeah, and all the money that she um, she deserves from that. So mm-hmm. that's where it ends up in the courtroom. The painting in the courtroom that they end up that she ends up doing. Yeah. Um, apparently, it was true to life of what the painting was. Oh, is that the little girl looking over the wall? Yep. Yep. Uh, that's what they. That's what she originally painted. I think. Okay. I don't think it's the same. The one in the same painting, but they yeah. basically did a mock-up version of what she did. Yeah. Amy Adams won best performance by an actress for this at the Golden Globes. Wow. Yeah, I know. No way. And then Christoph Waltz was... Sorry, there's an update. The mic run on the computer. That's why I'm so far away from it. When I'm saying, yeah, I know yeah. she won it. Yeah. And Christoph Waltz was nominated for the same um, yep. for actor, but he didn't. I'm not sure who, what did win. Yeah. Uh, the real Margaret Keane was in the background of one of the scenes. Right. The scene that you were on about where they're painting together and he's in the stripe. Yes. She yep. was on a bench in the background and the photo at the oh, end no of way. the film is where Amy Adams... Well, with Amy Adams and Margaret Keane. Yeah. Uh, it was after that shot, basically. That was right. where it was taken. Yeah. Margaret yeah. Keane's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. 94. Yeah, wow. she's doing really well. Yeah. Uh, after the release of this film, her paintings, sales of her paintings soared through the roof. I can imagine. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Small paintings sold for $8,500 a piece. Wow. Ooh. And uh, Tim Burton owns an extensive collection of her work. In the 1990s, he commissioned Keane to paint a portrait of uh, his then girlfriend Lisa Marie. Yeah, and he's and she's Keen has also painted portraits of Helena Bonham Carter and Tim Burton's late Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> Need to see that. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, this film was a year in development with yeah. Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Reynolds as the leads. Oh, really? Which would have been a completely different flavour, I feel. A, yeah, I that's think, a very I think it might have irritated me more. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I, yeah. I love Ryan Reynolds and Reese Witherspoon's a good actress, but yeah, I don't yeah. see how that no, duo works. I couldn't have done that. I don't no. think either hold a candle to the two that were in it. No. Or maybe that's mean. I don't know. I just really Yeah, rate, I mean, Ryan Reynolds is a very good actor, but yeah. I don't know. This Christoph Waltz is... Christoph Waltz, I like Christoph Waltz, yeah. but Amy Adams, I think Amy Adams is amazing. Yeah, Amy Adams yeah. is a really good actress. She just, yeah, yeah we've, we've spoke about Amy Adams before. Yeah. Uh, in <laughs> This is interesting. The Powerpuff Girls, Yeah. <laughs> um, they were inspired by the waifs that Margaret Keane painted. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, you can see yeah. that now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, now you say that. When yeah. I was young watching the Powerpuff Girls, I'd have never have expected yeah. that. That's, Excuse me? That's it. Oh, Powerpuff Girls were ace. You were Powerpuff Girls, man. <laughs> I think we, yes. me and Matt would be too old for the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, yeah. you were. Being four or five years older than you. Yep. Yeah, I was too old for that. Powerpuff Girls were ace. I just assumed it was, uh, this is, this, uh, that actually sounds really sexist, but I thought it was like a, a little girl thing. Uh, maybe. That it, sounds awful. I don't mean it to, yeah, but. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it was, but they did kick ass, so I was quite happy. And <laughs> yeah. I was quite happy with the evil monkey that was mm. in it called Mojo Jojo. Amazing. So, Mojo Jojo? Yeah. Amazing. Okay. It was amazing. <laughs> it's gone up in my estimation massively. <laughs> I want to meet this monkey. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I have on big eyes. Um, okay. Yeah, I'd recommend it to people. Again, like you, yourself, when we did this, when we, we announced this theme, mm. I was a bit concerned yeah. that I was going to spend my week watching really dull films that yeah. I wasn't going to enjoy. Yeah, because I didn't even know the theme. <laughs> even when I knew the theme, I didn't know how to say the theme. That is true. <laughs> so I'm very surprised and yeah, delighted. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I think I probably had a worse week than the pair of you then. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold your horses because we'll get there, but... I've got some quotes. There's ups and downs. That stuck out to me throughout the film. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm big guys still. So, um, yeah, when Christoph Waltz walks back into Amy Adams and he's like, oh my God, we made five grand for one of your paintings and he wasn't even one of your good ones. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you dick. <laughs> oh, every qu- everything you said <laughs> angered me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that, in the right way, that, that's yeah, that's it. Yeah. And he was also, I've put up your daughter and I've never said a peep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like slap him now yeah seriously and just the fact that she got locked well it wasn't a quote but she just lock herself in the room and paint and paint and paint and then sleep in the room mm. prisoner it's just it was horrible I do think it was a shame that you didn't get to see her inspiration for, for a yeah. Yeah. I do yeah. agree with that yeah I just think the focus of the film was off but yeah. a lot of people don't so I mean yeah. but then you're making a different film and people that didn't like it like it and people that did like it don't like it and yeah. there's more that, that more people that did so you'd get a worse film probably yeah yeah, or worse rated film anyway and I'll have you whacked I know people yeah. as, as if you come out with that just blatantly like yeah I'll have you whacked and like yeah, this is desperation well, it? it was the bit at the end when they you know at the end of every biopic they put kind yeah. of what the people are doing now and obviously Walter Keane it, uh, died 20 years ago I think yeah and uh, it, <laughs> up until the day he died, he was still claiming yep. that he'd painted yeah, all yeah, these pictures. Yeah. And madness. I, Absolutely you madness. You obviously haven't. <laughs> I can only assume he was mentally unwell he, and yeah, probably needed was. help. Yeah. If you're going to Which matches, you're not going to get in the 50s, but... <laughs> if you're going to throw a matches for a, you know what I mean, for a keyhole when you know there's oil <laughs> in yeah. the room. Well, I don't know if that was real like, or not. I don't, don't know if that was real. And also, I don't yeah. know if the general public will, would know that either. Yeah, I imagine that's yeah. a story that's, if that's true, has come from Margaret Keane herself. Yeah. Yeah. Which you'd assume, there's probably a few things that, yeah. I assume she would have been in, involved in the yeah. in the storytelling of it. She's yeah. alive. Utilise yeah. her. It's her life. Yeah, 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 exactly. She was actually really surprised that anyone would want to make a film about her. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's really interesting. It yeah. is very interesting. I think she's been royally fucked over for 50 years of her life, but yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm glad she's got recognition now. <laughs> but <laughs> I also liked, um, we haven't mentioned him yet, the New York Times editor. Is it Terrence Stamp, was it? Yes. Oh, sorry, Matt. Terrence Stamp was the guy in Last Night in Soho, the villain. I don't know if you recognised him or not. Yeah, ah, I did. No, I did. I remember yeah. seeing the trailer, yeah. yeah. I recognised him in last night and so, and I couldn't put a name to his face. Yeah, is he the guy that was like, I've done lots of things, you're going to have to narrow it down or something? Yeah. Like mm. Yeah, I recognised him. Yeah, <laughs> I knew I knew him from somewhere. Um, when he come out and said, he's like, he's like a fucking hula hoop, he just won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked him. <laughs> and me. He's always a bad just, guy, though. He was just trying to nail him, weren't he? And he is amazing in a film called Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, where oh, he plays okay. drag queen. It is, is that, f- it is amazing. That's Wesley it. Snipes, isn't it? No, that's... To no. Julie Newmar or something. Thank is it? No, okay. to uh, oh, what's it? Uh, it's, it's yeah, something, it's something Wu Fong or something. Yeah, or in the drag. Thanks uh, for uh, Wu Fong and me or something, something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's yeah. Priscilla is Terence Stamp and it's Guy the, Pierce. It's the Guy Pierce. Pierce. Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Oh my god! I need to watch that. I love it. <laughs> it's been oh, again. This has probably been fifteen years since I've seen that. We might have to cram that in somewhere. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Just seeing them acting like that, that's going to be brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Terrence in case anyone's wondering, Ned has seen films within the last 15 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just seems, it does seem to be a common phrase. It's solely because either I haven't watched a film that we've picked or yeah. ones that we do pick, I've watched, but it's been a, it's because I very rarely ages. rewatch a film. Yeah. yeah. If I've watched a film, unless it's really interesting, I really love it, or it's confusing as hell. Yeah. Once I've watched it, I'm like, "What's? The, I don't see the point in rewatching it. I'll watch something I haven't seen. I yeah, can't I give a shit about revisiting stuff. Yeah, but doing this, I've revisited a lot and I've enjoyed them. Yeah, yeah. so I should probably, yeah, maybe give it a go. Rain back on my just general <laughs> unnecessary <laughs> hatred of things <laughs> that most people consider normal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's next up then? Uh, so next up is my pick of Goya's Ghosts. Yep. Okay. Yep. So runtime. An hour and 53 minutes. It was 2006. And it was written and directed by Milos Foreman, whose work includes One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Really? Yep. Wow. Amadeus and Man on the Moon. Yeah, I know he did Amadeus. I haven't mm. seen Man on the Moon. You're the two great films. I've I haven't seen, seen Amadeus yet. But... What's Amadeus? I know it's. I remember it being like a bit of a triangle on the front of the cover, mm. I think. That's all I know of it. <laughs> That's probably got nothing to do with it. It, it hasn't, but there's no. a triangle shape <laughs> on there. So uh, the synopsis, uh, painter Francisco 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 Goya faces a scandal involving his muse, who is labelled a heretic by a monk. I really enjoyed this. I didn't know anything about it beforehand, same as Big Eyes. And so I went in blind, and I just thought it was good acting from Bardem, because he's fucking amazing in everything that he's in. Yep, and he always plays, He always plays a bad guy. Um, yeah I'll, I, I, debatable in this film yeah I'll, I'll give it a 7 out of 10 I quite enjoyed it you don't think Bardem was the bad guy <laughs> he was a bad guy but there was parts when he wasn't mm-hmm. I thought he was bad all the way through I thought he always had a motive of being bad he, he, yeah he was a chancer and a rapist he's definitely a villain <laughs> <laughs> well yeah he, the, 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 the raping part wasn't very good that was a bad the choice the rest of it though top fella <laughs> No, but one of my one of my one of my lines was that I loved I loved liberty loving Bardem. And at at, oh, that, at yeah. that moment in the film, he oh, yeah, is. Yeah. But he at that point, horse, he's still yeah. self-serving. Oh, he's self-serving. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's not like put one guy up on the uh, on the rope. Like everyone on that 
<laughs> it's self-centered. Oh, yeah, but everyone else hasn't previously tortured and raped someone that we know of. They might have done. No. no. But anyway, we'll, get, we'll argue about that later. So uh, Javier Bardem plays a monk called Lorenzo. Um, Natalie Portman plays Inez. Francisco Goya is played by Stellan Skarsgård. And King Carlos IV is played by the amazing Randy Quaid. What a cast. What a guy he was. Before you say anything else, when Randy Quaid's name popped up and I realised who he was, I wrote down... Am I going to be able to take Randy Quaid seriously yeah, as a king? Yeah, this is it. And yes. Yes, I could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'd, I'd completely... I saw the, I saw Randy Quaid's name come up and just didn't register with it. I didn't yeah. process it. And then when he appeared on my screen, <laughs> yeah. it was one of the most glorious moments of the film. It really was. I read... Yeah. Well, so I scrolled through the cast before it came on and I saw Randy Quaid's name. Yeah. And I immediately thought, oh, Dennis Quaid's in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when Randy Quaid walked on, I was like... Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, this is the wrong Quaid. That's for this yeah, film. Yeah. But no, he's great. That's <laughs> yeah. another duo I also get mixed up with: Dennis and Randy. The brothers, aren't they? Are, Are they, they brothers? brothers? I have no idea. I don't yeah. know. I'll look into that. I'm yeah. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. Not, now, though. I'm not a Quaid keeper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keeper of Quaid. Keeper of Quaid. <laughs> Fetch the keeper of the Quaids. <laughs> as soon as I seen his name and I seen him, I was just like, I should be thinking of Independence Day or something. I was. But I wasn't. I was thinking of not another team movie. Uh, right, okay, just just yeah. because he's hilarious. Oh, I was thinking in that. of Kingpin. Yes, and Kingpin also. Yeah, with um, Ishmael. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was absolutely pissing myself. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what? Sorry, we've oh, gone we've off got on a, a, a quaid. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Oh. I gave it yeah. a four and a half. Okay. I think it was okay. Yeah. I thought parts were well done. Yeah. I thought it was well acted. Yeah. Um. I thought the story was a bit chaotic. Yeah. So uh, I thought the general idea was good and I liked the characterizations of Lorenzo and Goya. Yeah. Um, I liked the idea, the concept that you're sort of viewing history and all the things that happened during Goya's time through almost the point of view of Goya Mm -hmm. and that not necessarily the uh, who Goya was, but more that he was he was the central of all the historical events that were happening. So they were using him as the point of view. Yeah. Um, But I think it lost its charm after the first hour for me. Yeah. And I think whenever it hit a lull, they just brought in the next army to invade. Yeah. It was like when it was going nowhere, they were just like, oh, these are coming now and this is... This is a new storyline. This is the next step. Yeah. 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 Um, So I don't think it really gave the audience enough time to absorb the right. environment that it was telling the story within. Mm. I think it lacked that. I think it did a better job of that right at the beginning. Cause yeah. I think the first hour, yeah, maybe less. Well, I was in, I was quite engaged, but yeah. after that point I was a bit like, this is just going yeah. through the motions now. Yep. Ned, what do you think? I feel a little bit more uncomfortable ground now because yeah. I'm almost <laughs> going to say the exact same things that Steve just said. <laughs> yeah. Almost word for word. Yeah. <laughs> I gave, I've given it a five out of 10. Okay. Yeah. The first half, I genuinely thought was ace. Yeah. So it's like you were, you were more engaged during the first half, Steve. Yeah. The bit where uh, Inez has been captured by the Spanish Inquisition. Uh-huh. And the Spanish Inquisition in any film are always creepy. Yeah. Yep. And I always will love a Spanish Inquisition tale. Yeah. Because it's outrageous that it's true. Yeah. Uh, and then the bits about her family and Goya trying to get her back. Mm-hmm versus Lorenzo and his creepy, creepy cabal of horrible monks. Yep. 
I, I loved that. I thought that was a really, really good story, and I wanted that mm. to continue for the hour and a half. Yeah, it was quite deep. Hours. But then, similar to the first film that we've spoken about, mm. the director made a choice to draw a line under it, yep. go forward 15 years, which pulled me totally out of the story. And me. And then the second half was so chaotic and all over the place, yep. like Steve said, that I just couldn't get back into it. I just stopped yeah, yeah. caring. Yeah. There were, there were good performances all the way throughout. I thought yeah. everyone betrayed what they were supposed to betray well. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, and, and the second half of the film could have been directed amazingly, mm. but that 15 years later yeah. title card just pulled me out of it completely and I lost all it was momentum. Getting, <laughs> it was getting yeah. proper good and then me and Elaine watched it and we got to that point and we was like, wow, this is going to go somewhere. And then when it said 15 years later, we watched it for the next 10 minutes and I was like, I feel like I'm watching a different film. Here. It's, yeah, it's it is changed. Very much. It's, it's like I'm it's watching tone. a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> it's tone just it, changes. Yeah, it is yeah. two different films, Yeah, the, the two halves. The first yeah. half, it's like this small, focused story yeah. and I'm just, oh, oh, I just want that for an hour and a half. Yeah, I'd yeah, happily yeah. watch that if I was watching story that, flesh yeah. out. 90 yeah. minutes of that, I'd probably give this an 8 or a 9. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd be like, yeah. oh, this was great. Lorenzo yeah. was creepy. Yep. Goya was... Oh, Bardem does creepy so well. Oh, he really does. does. I don't think there's anyone better at the moment. Nah, does feel us. <laughs> no, and at the beginning, before we know where it's heading, yeah. obviously he's playing a monk that is on board, obviously, with the um, his religious clan. Yeah. Mm. But he isn't necessarily bad. Yep. Yep. He, he's just living within the rule set set by the, the church and his brothers yep. and yet he's creepy already because at, at that <laughs> point I'm like I don't even know if he's meant to be creepy at this point yeah. but he's so creepy yeah. the first probably six or seven sentences that he uttered <laughs> hmm. I was like because I'd seen this film before but I'd forgotten all about I couldn't remember any of it was yeah. I couldn't even remember who was in it no it was probably <laughs> seven or eight <laughs> it was just before me and Hannah got together oh no it might have been after it's been with it. It's been since I've thirty. Yeah. <laughs> since I've been thirty, but thirty, thirty, But I couldn't remember any of it. I couldn't remember who was in it. I couldn't remember the story. Yeah. I googled. Well, looked on IMDb for what I gave it, and it was a five. I yeah. thought. Oh. And then I watched the first half, and I thought, why have I given this a five? Yeah. What was wrong with me? Yeah. And then I remembered. Fifteen years. <laughs> yeah. I remembered exactly <laughs> what I gave it a five. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the first six, seven, six or seven sentences that Javier Bardem or Lorenzo said. Yeah. Were about treating people decently, mm. about good things, about this. I thought, oh, he's, he's going to be a, a good character. Yeah. And then he, he then suggested that they bring the Spanish Inquisition back. Yeah. Which kind of... Big red flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a red flag, isn't it? <laughs> it puts that, that up in the air a little bit that there's a... There's someone coming. <laughs> there's, there's a trigger here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, from that point on, yeah. it was just slimy. Yeah, yeah. Creepy. Yeah, even the painting that he drew him. Like uh, Goya that he painted of him, and he was like standing in like black cloak. I was like, man, that's I did enjoy as that is when Goya asked him if he wanted his hands done. Yeah, and it was five thousand whatever coins they used yeah. per hand, yeah. and he just took them under his cape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out of the way, I thought that was really funny. Yeah, it was funny. But well, yeah, the decision to split this film into two. Yeah, it went from a solid small story to yeah. trying to put so many. So many things into the second half that it was just a, yeah. it was just chaotic. It was just a mess. Yeah. It was unnecessary, and it it just depends on what the director was going for, I suppose. But I, I would argue whatever he was going for, he didn't fulfil. No, um, I think his vision just got the better of him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming that he wanted to try and paint a picture of what Goya lived through. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I haven't read up. Um, I said that really weird. I haven't read, read up. up. I have. <laughs> um, mm. 
how accurate the historical events were. I presume that they are accurate because I don't see why they would have bothered otherwise. The setting's accurate. Yeah. Lorenzo, the family, none, none of those existed. Goya wasn't involved in anything like that. The whole, oh, okay. the whole plot didn't exist, but no, the setting okay. was real. <laughs> I, I, what I mean is the historical events. So the, yeah, the Spanish Inquisition the coming back was real. Yeah. The French invasion, the, the yeah. English invasion, all came in Goya's life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but the kind of the the plot line, the focus was. Fictional, oh yeah, which is fine. Yeah, I yeah. imagine that was just to get again. Yeah, to give you a feeling of what sort of thing was happening mm. around yeah. at the time of these different events. Yeah. Um, so I imagine, yeah, they wanted to paint a picture of of what Goya had lived through. Yeah. But again, we just don't get enough time to to engage with it mm. because it's too quick. It's too different. It's too yeah. It's too change. It it changes too much. Uh, yeah. And I I completely agree. I would have happily watched a film about the Spanish Inquisition era. Yeah, just that whole storyline at the beginning. Yeah, just that family in Goya trying to get in yeah. Esbeck. I'd yeah. be like, yep, yeah. pad this out and I'm a... And, and I did really like um, yeah. Skarsgård as, oh, yeah. as Goya. I He's thought he did a really good yeah. job. I thought most yeah. people in this film were, were pretty well acted. I don't yeah. think there was poor performances. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I do think it's it falls completely on the director of this. I think it was um, mm. yeah. Yeah, I agree. a lack of, of good choices with its mm. direction. I also noticed as well, obviously being a Marvel fan, that... Um, Portman and Skarsgård we were also in Thor together. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I thought, oh, that's. I thought I thought uh, Portman was a little bit underutilized. Yeah, yeah. Didn't really see yeah. much of her. Didn't, I mean, I don't know what point of of a career this was, but yeah, I mean, she looked obviously a lot younger than normal. Because um, obviously that's because of the gear it was set, <laughs> because uh, people age. <laughs> it was. I thought. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I do. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> obviously, I'm presuming it's because not just because they want their money's worth out of these actors, but yeah. I thought it was an interesting choice to keep Lorenzo throughout the whole film mm. um, with the different movements that was happening in the environment yeah. and also keep Portman in as her own daughter and keep yeah. that running forward. Yeah, uh, I thought that was an interesting choice to do that. Mm. I th- thought it was not necessarily a good, interesting ah, choice. I guess I didn't like, Lorenzo being in it all the way through didn't bother me because yeah. he's kind of the, the overarching villain or the, the focus villain. But I and I never like it when films do it when they cast the same actor as more than one role. Like yeah. I was, it, it probably shouldn't wind me up, but it does. Mm. And I also didn't like the scene where Goya is in the park yeah, and he just oh, happens yeah. to walk past, yeah. uh, what's her name, Alicia? Yeah. And there's his daughter. Was really... I was like, this is so contrived. It's yeah. such a forced moment because yeah. the films fell off a cliff at this point. I was going to say, it, yeah. cheapen, it does cheapen the... Um, original subplot if you will mm. because I cared about Natalie Portman's character yeah yeah me too right at the beginning mm. and then it kind of yeah like I say I think it cheapened that storyline it just it just felt oh this is for the sake of it this is yeah. just because we've got Natalie Portman in the film yeah and we just want to have her in as much as possible yeah um, it's a shame really because I was so invested in the first part of the story that yeah going through the rest of the film I didn't really care for mm. her character anymore or yeah, her daughter yeah. and that says a lot because at the point where she comes out of the prison after 15 years of not seeing his son and yep. being kind of not fed malnourished by the Spanish Inquisition yeah should be a heart-wrenching yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah awful thing because she looks the, the makeup apart from the fact her teeth are all pretty much still there yeah the makeup's okay yeah and making her look kind of emaciated but yeah. 
I didn't care. At that yeah, point, I, mean, I was like, I'm, I've been pulled out of this so much by the decisions earlier on hmm. that I was, I just, I didn't, I didn't care that she, that she yeah. suffered fictionally. <laughs> you haven't lived through her suffering, uh, yeah. I think is one of the big problems because yeah. they just skip forward. You're yeah, just like, it. oh, okay, this, mm. we're just assuming that stuff's happened to her. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, and oh, it, yeah. and now she's out. Yeah. yeah. And again, yeah, yeah. It's, it's horrible. Obviously, it's horrible. But yeah. I just, I was just like, eh. Yeah. I was more deeply invested in her earlier on. Yeah. I mean, I was expecting a kid to come at some point because of what was happening. I thought there's definitely going to be a child involved. Yeah. But, yeah, like yeah. I said, he did fall off a cliff a little bit. He did. But, I, I mean... Sorry. Sorry, the uh, Natalie Portman question scene, I just... That was horrible. When they were just dragging yes. her up by her arms. I yeah. was like... Oh, I did really like when her dad yeah. did the same. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was about yeah. to interrupt with. <laughs> <laughs> was... I did like that. When he went to get the rope and I was like, what, is he going to hang him? At this and then point... I realised, I was like, oh shit, he's going to put the question to him. Well, at this point, I was, I, at this point in my head, because when it, when it first started, yeah. Becky was um, wondering what I was asking. I was like, "Ah, oh. I said it looks like just a period. It looks like one of a film that you'd want to watch that I'd be not bothered about." <laughs> yeah. And then obviously we get in, got into the the first bit of the story, and I was like, "Oh, this yeah. is interesting." And when that scene happened, yeah, I was like, "As far as period dramas go, yeah. this is pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a period drama. Yeah. It is a period drama, but it, yeah. yeah, it's not one that I would normally um, recommend. Yeah, go a... for it's, it's not a genre that I'm, I'm yeah. attached attached to unless we use the loose." definition of period drama and then there's plenty of films that I like yeah, yeah, 100% yeah. do anything in the 70s I'd class as period drama <laughs> yeah. I do now that I've seen that definition <laughs> The Warriors for me period drama period yeah. drama um, but yeah uh, I thought it was decent yeah uh, again until it yeah. started getting too chaotic that, that scene, scene you were just talking good. about the one with mm. the dad Thomas I think his name was yeah yeah he was such an unassuming man yeah and every time you've seen him before he's very kind of timid. Yeah. Oh yeah, when they first arrived at the house, I was thinking, oh, he's just trying to yeah. get a little bit of information. Yes, yeah, so the yeah. whole <laughs> the whole lead up, the whole scene where they're all having a dinner. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Portman's family, so Inez's family. Yeah. Goya and yeah. Lorenzo. They're all having a meal. They're asking Goya. No, no, no. no. <laughs> they're asking Lorenzo. Yeah. Why can't my daughter come out? What's she been charged with? Has she been mm. put to the question? All these horror, all these kind of questions, and he's answering so self righteously. Yeah, and he fully believes in what he's uh, what he's what he's saying. He's, yeah, yeah this, she's been put to the question. She's confessed to being yeah. uh, Jewish. That's it. Because apparently that's bad. Yeah, and because she doesn't like pork, so therefore yeah. he's a yeah. Jew. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Yeah, I according mean, to the Spanish <laughs> Inquisition. If you if you if you if you're a man and you're you're pissing and you're holding it with your it means you're yeah, your hands size. and covering it, it's because you're covering it because it's circumcised. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you cover it, might just you. be cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you don't want to show off how small it is. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> Just me. No one wants to show off. Yeah. <laughs> Give away then. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and he's, he's all self-righteous. He's all smug. Yeah, and I can't remember the the, the the final question is. But then when Thomas just gets up, yeah, and leaves the room, and you're thinking, what's he doing here? Hmm. Yeah, this might take a turn, or has mm. he just left because he's because he's angry age. or upset? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he wanders <laughs> back in with a rope, and you're like. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Hello. And, and a quill and a bit of paper, weren't it? He's already yeah. written the note saying he's a monkey. Yeah, sign here saying sign here. you're a monkey. Sign sign my only um... God will get you through the pain, like you just said. <laughs> yeah, I did, I, did, he <laughs> I did really enjoy that moment, but my only qualm with it mm. was that they let Goya go. No. Oh. <laughs> so they're having the, the conversation, and it's first, it's a bit of a collaboration between. Um, in Inez, is it? Inez. Inez. Yeah. Inez is Inez Natalie is, Portman, yeah. Yeah. So 
with Inez's uh, father and Goya, yeah. they're both sort of on the same wavelength with this qu- whole questioning, uh, yeah. the question um, practice. But in the first instance, it's Goya that brings up the scenario and saying, oh, would you not... Um, would you not give in just to stop the pain? And he gives, he throws up like a thought experiment. Yeah. But then when Inez's dad does it, Goya yeah. then suddenly is like, oh, you can't be serious. You must be joking. <laughs> are, are you joking? And it's like almost a shock yeah. when he's basically just done exactly the same thing that Goya's just did, but he's used um, the scenario that it's a monkey. I suppose yeah. it's more because, yeah, it's more offensive, I guess, because he's, Claiming a man of the cloth is a is a monkey. Mm. Yeah, but it's the same as principle. A, so oh, I was a, yeah, hundred percent is. I was a bit like, yeah. hmm, why are you so shocked? But again, the end product was fantastic. So yeah, but I suppose it, it, I suppose in like today's terminology, it'd be the equivalent of like if you're asking Matt hmm. maybe why he's done something wrong, not hmm. that you have, but and then I say you're a fucking idiot. Why have you done that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's more just kind of along them lines. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I know I know what you're saying. But yeah, Goya backtracked yeah. rapidly. He did. I quite liked um, when they're after <laughs> Lorenzo. Yeah. Because he's, he's caused shame on the, the church. Yeah. And they come to Goya's um, home, I guess. Yeah. And he's saying, oh, actually, I haven't received payment for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, if we find him, we'll remind him. <laughs> like, he says yeah. it really slow as well, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, you're not going to. <laughs> I also enjoyed the scene where Goya revealed his painting to the king and queen. Oh, yes. Oh, with the horse. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And he's, he's painted her actual face, <laughs> yeah. which you shouldn't do, apparently. Yeah. Least, just get up and leave. <laughs> I really enjoyed Randy Quaid playing, playing the violin. That violin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who wrote that? And he's just like, oh, Mozart. And he's like, me. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> I thought he was trying to trap him, that he was trying to be like, yeah, I, did. I know this is shit. Yeah, You're yeah. lying to me. Yeah. But And I thought he was making a point about the painting. <laughs> But um, no, he was yeah. just just showing off his talent. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah didn't give a shit about his wife being painted. Ugly. Yeah. <laughs> knock at the door, and he was like, "We're busy." And then another knock at the door. Oh, come in then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not even ugly, just how she looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did oh, for for how chaotic it was. Yeah, towards the end, the only moment that <laughs> it's a bit far fetched to say grabbed me. It didn't grab me, mm. but that sort of piqued my interest was at the end. Lorenzo's put to death. Yeah. Um, first of all, interesting way of dying. It is. I thought that was I quite quick no and idea. I thought it was going to be was. a bit more of a noose. Yeah. But I thought it was it was an interesting imagery of <laughs> him looking up to the balcony, seeing mm. his daughter yeah. who has no idea who he is. Yeah. And so she's witnessed her dad die. Yeah. And mm. just hasn't got... It's, for all she knows, it's just an ex-stranger that's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, oh, yeah she's just... Being, she's just a prostitute at that's that what, point. That's what I've read. Well, not yeah. just she is a prostitute yeah. at that point. I thought I thought that was an interesting moment, but again, yeah. from the second half of the film, that is probably the only moment that I could pick out pick yeah. out that I was interested in. The one scene from the second half that grabbed me the most, and it's got nothing to do with the story, and it it didn't need to be there, but I just liked the whole sequence was when Goya was making a print. Yes. Oh, yeah, sorry. Going through the process. I, I thought that was a really well done that was, sequence. I was like, oh, this is really good. I was about to say that next. Yeah, the, but, yeah. the, the stencil scene was amazing. Was yeah. that not in the first half? Yeah. I, I don't think so. If It, mate, it could just, have been. It could have been because part, part, part of his his drawings that he was giving out. I think it is. I think it's not no, long after um, yeah. Inez's uh, 
Yeah. Captive. That's it. Oh, is it just before that guy turns up? I think so. Uh, yeah, he says, you haven't paid me. Oh, it might be actually, yeah. 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 Oh, in that case, then there wasn't really but, much. In the second yeah. half, they captivated me. <laughs> but that, 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 whole move, that whole movement yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, was, well, I didn't know where it was going to go. I mean, I love watching YouTube videos of that because it's like satisfying. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, being in that sort of, not that trade. It was like aesthetically sort of pleasing. Like, yeah, that was really thing. Well. So I was like, oh, where's it going to go with this? And, and that is adding to it and putting more in it and then more. And I was like, what the hell? And then he did it. I was like, this is so good. And I think that was what probably the only moment yeah. that actually gave you a good, um, not insight, but a good telling of Goya's life. Because you yeah, don't really yeah. see yeah. Goya's life. You see yeah. the life of Spain where Goya is living. Yeah, it's not a biopic at all. No. That's the yeah. closest. But that is the, yeah, the, and it shows you uh, it's a nice telling of how they did things back then and it, it yeah really that's the most it shows you in terms of its environment yeah and there was sorry just before we wrap this one up one more little bit that I did like and I think it was in the second half because it was when they were looking at more controversial paintings because France had invaded mm. okay and they were talking about her, they were showing I can't remember who it was but they were showing Hieronymus Bosch's Oh, right, yeah. Painting with like all the kind of surrealism on the oh, meadow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it zoomed in at one point on the painting, <laughs> and it was a picture of a guy bending over with, with a the flute, flute up his ass. ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that bit. That I was, was like, this bit. is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, something, he said something along the lines of, I don't think that's going to be the taste of my brother. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he's trying to buy it. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a guy with a flute up his ass. <laughs> like, this is, this is phenomenal. Hieronymus oh. Bosch is. Mad, yeah, that was amazing. But I but, mean, it, it's kind of like a Where's Wally sort of bumper book, isn't it? When you, when you look at his yeah. pictures, yeah. <laughs> you're looking for Waldo or something, yeah. <laughs> but um, right from the very, very beginning as well, I loved the start when they showed you Goy's paintings because they're quite grotesque and quite like satanic and. It, yeah, it reminded when me in the church. Yeah, it yeah, reminded yeah. me a lot when the Mullen ever saying, "Oh God, he painted these." It reminded me of very much of like Dark Souls sort of lore. And like the bosses that you sort of fight and like Dante's mm. Inferno and all that sort of thing, like that sort of... It reminded me, we've that. played a game, uh, what was it called? It's something in the castle and there's like the... Um, you basically got to survive without getting the... Oh, was it Escape from the Castle? Something like something that. Something like that, We played it on your old house years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, them sort of, it's, it was that sort of imagery yeah. for me. I do love all that sort of imagery. It's it's a bit twisted, but I, I do like it. It's I think weird. you quite like some of Goya's stuff. Yeah. The I, one I was talking about last I'm week was drawn towards something it, yeah, about yeah. Saturn. It's called Saturn Devours His Son. Yeah. So mm. Google that at the end. Yeah, well, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when we finish this, I'll go to the loo. Yeah, yeah. But I think you'll recognise that one. Yeah. But yeah, his stuff, especially in his later life, after yeah. he'd gone deaf, he was a... Did he get deaf in real life? Yeah. I presume yeah. so. It'd be an yeah. odd choice from the I think he had a stroke. And okay. it, it sent him deaf. He was fine in every other aspect, as far as I'm aware. But yeah, he went he went deaf. And I'm sure I'm sure his earlier stuff was a lot less ah. bleak than his older stuff. Yeah. His latest stuff. But I, I don't know enough about art really to yeah. no, I don't. have much of an opinion. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that one, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, I've seen one similar to that. And I think it was um related to Cronin when he was um obviously Zeus's dad, he was eating Every child that come out, there was a girl or something like that. I'm a bit vague on it. it, it he was eating oh. every girl that come out, um, and the mother protected the sons or something. I, I don't know. I don't know and enough then about Zeus, kind of Greek yeah, law. Overthrown Cronus and all that sort of stuff. Is Zeus Greek or is he Roman? Greek. Greek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get them mixed up. Yeah. You're much better on like mythology than I am. Yeah, I do like mythology. I'd yeah, like, like, like to know more of it. 
I used to know a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. Up until I was about 14, 15, I had a really big interest in it. I had loads of books, but then yeah. it kind of just yeah. passed and stopped. I've got one upstairs. It's um, Mythology for Dummies. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I've also got one Golf for Dummies and Guitar Playing for Dummies. <laughs> <laughs> and I do none of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a... Uh, English grammar for dummies. <laughs> when I when I used to write, and I was like, I don't know how I should be wording this particular sentence. Yeah, I never used it. Hence, <laughs> why I'm no longer a writer <laughs> or attempting to be. I think I've also got astrology for dummies, dummies as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. But to be fair, guitars and astrology. All I got to do is just look at Steve and speak to Steve. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, and golf. To be fair, are you an uh, astrologist? <laughs> An astrologist. I'm not an astrologist. No, no you're not, but you're pre- pretty clued up with planets and space and stars and yeah. astral beings. Astral beings? Mm. I'd Prometheus. Dab- I'd double. Yeah. <laughs> I'd double in space. <laughs> this has wildly gone off on a tangent. It's it nothing to do with Goya. It isn't. All of it. Not at all, yeah. So we're. Uh, I'm done. I've said all my rants. Me too. Yep. yep. I'm done with Goya. Okay, so last of our three films this week is Ned's Choice, which was... <laughs> Chris <Sweet>. Lambert. <laughs> Sweet Home. Yes. Very well-known 1989 Japanese horror film. Yep. <laughs> Obviously. Becky, Becky, was most, <laughs> Becky was most displeased when she heard your, your uh, suggestion, because she was like, he's always got to find something, hasn't he? He's always got to find something that's a horror that no one else has heard of. <laughs> <laughs> he's almost he's always gonna find something that he we wants have, to watch on his own podcast. That we, ha- that <laughs> we have to prick. that we How have to read. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, the one I wanted to pick, I can't, I can't remember what it was called, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. And it was that was an American film. Yeah. And it's like I said last week, this came out in it only it was only a Japanese release, nineteen eighty nine, and it released alongside a game of the same name. Mm-hmm. The film I can understand. Was it? People, I thought it was inspired by the game. No. Was it not? No, it came out at the same time. Apparently, and we'll talk about the film in a minute, but now I'm going off on facts already. The director of the film let the director of the game in yeah. to the shoot and he was looking around the house and he pretty much said to him, he's like, use whatever you want for the game. Just yeah. go nuts. Oh, <laughs> Amazing. Cool. Right. But yeah, the film, the film isn't the most, it's not like set any new bars or boundaries. It's not, Changed the genre at all, but was the this, game did. Was yeah, this did. 1989? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's a haunted house film, really, isn't it? Yeah. But the game did, did set precedence. It oh, was massive. kind of what Resident Evil was inspired by, yeah. and yep. the survival horror kind of genre that's come out since then. So the game, wildly important. Yeah. And because I like the Resident Evil series, film and games, <laughs> yeah. I thought, ah, this is this is a slam dunk. I'm blatantly going to watch this. <laughs> so let's get into it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, again, I'm going to butcher a load of Japanese names. So, strapping. Yeah. Standard for this show now. As far as I'm aware, <laughs> because I get the countries come up with where people are watching, no one from Japan. Ja- Japan. No one from, ja- no one no from one Japan. Japan. No one from Japan has watched yet. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm, f- I'm fine just in conversational, like, talking, but yeah. you put something in front of me that I've got to read and I'll turn into an idiot. When I went to Japan, I met a guy over there called um, Tominari Hamamura, and I've never forgot his name, and I don't know how I've remembered his name. <laughs> Because it's so so confusing. It's not like John Smith. Oh, well, well, no, no, it's, no <laughs> it's, obviously it's Japan. I, but I've always remembered it, Tominari Hamamura, and I don't know why. It's just stuck in my head. Well, who was he? 
Uh, he was the head chef at one of the places we went to in Kyoto. Was he good? He was amazing. You want to tag him on Instagram, get him to listen to this? He's, yeah. I think he sold, him up. I think he sold <laughs> up and he's, he's got like a peace sanctuary thing that he runs now, like world peace sort of thing. Oh. So he's, yeah, he he's might cool. have a, time, a lot a cool of time guy, to yeah. listen to audio. Yeah. yeah. Cool we guy. like peace. I'll tag him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a letter. Did you know you? From him. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got a letter from him. Is yeah, it yeah. like a cease and desist? Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, will you? <laughs> no, he, um, he written us a letter because um, we This we story had... actually got interesting. At first, you were just telling us about <laughs> some Jap- random Japanese name, and I thought, where's this guy? Yeah, why did you just end it at the. I've just remembered this Japanese guy. <laughs> All right, let's carry on. <laughs> yeah, but basically, like, we had <laughs> to his restaurant like three or four times, and then because we turned up there near enough every night to eat with him. Um, Obviously, being interested in like, samurai, the history and all that sort of thing. Um, his his restaurant was sort of like you sit on the floor and you eat on around a little table. Yeah, that's kind of Japanese got, culture. Though, yeah, it? that's it. It was proper culture. Then like you eat like with um, chopsticks. Yeah, like chopsticks and things like that all around. And you've got like the decor and I don't know why I found that funny. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. sounded really sarcastic. You got like, the, you got like, the armor like sitting around you stuff, all the swords and the wall and stuff and all like, the shurikens. And I was just like, this is amazing now. So I started speaking to him more than I was actually eating. And then he, well, on our last night, he written us a letter no, to say, like, no, basically, no, no, thank you for... <laughs> he didn't. He did? He didn't. He wrote you a letter. <laughs> what did I say? Written. Written my letter. Yeah, written. You missed it. He did this to you last week. And you completely <laughs> Carry on. And I started giggling for about three minutes. <laughs> um, have you still got that English grammar for dummies? <laughs> I have. To be fair, after listening to me back on this, I need it as well. Yeah, so he wrote he wrote a letter and um yeah, I was, I've got it in the garage, I think. I laminated it. It's that's nice, cool. nice to keep. Yeah, that's yeah. Nice. yeah, that is cool. Yeah. I can't take the piss out of that. That's genuinely interesting. Genuinely a cool story, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hit yeah. to the hop. That's it. As no one says. <laughs> anyway, sweet home. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> as I said, it's Japanese. Yeah. It's Japanese. It's Japanese. And, uh, was part of the Resident Evil stuff. So many, many things getting ruined here. What are you two doing? Well, <laughs> I've just seen peripherals. The view, mind. Oh, yeah, but gymnastics. I don't want to read it out now. I'm scared. I want to go and sit behind the curtain and cry. <laughs> Have a fragile ego, don't people. Do that. Don't do that, Freddy behind the curtain. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. There's we had a, to turn Freddy off. The two foot Freddy Krueger in here <laughs> that Matt bought from Comic Con. It's fine. It, it's good. It's a nice statue, but it just makes. Freddy Krueger noises at random intervals, <laughs> yeah. seemingly for no reason. Yeah, I can't should work out what triggers it. Shouldn't run in the hall, should you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you. So sweet home. Even Freddy's getting fucking bored, <laughs> and he's been turned off. It was written and directed by Kiyoshi Kurosawa, who also did Pulse. If you've seen Pulse, I've heard of it. Yeah, I've not seen it. I've heard of it. It's meant to be really good. It's on that big horror list. That's mm. almost every horror film in the world is. Juzo Itami. And I've written down who they played, but I realised when I was doing it, I couldn't remember anyone's name related to a character. <laughs> yep. yeah. So I've written down what I called them. Okay. So Juzo Itami was gas station guy. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was Mr. Yamamura. Yes. Yeah. I'll take your word for that because it doesn't ring any bells. Yeah. Ichiro Furutachi was the driver slash man in the hat. That was Taguchi. Yes, because I thought Tamagotchi when you said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you making these up? No, no, that one definitely. I've written not. them down. <laughs> I thought you were just like, making <laughs> Japanese names up there. Imagine. He <laughs> <laughs> can only remember it. one Japanese name. He <laughs> <laughs> said it earlier. Unless he says that six times. Steve's face was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, this is taking so long. But it's so much fun. Noko played the daughter, 
yeah. only got one name on IMDb. Like she's Pele, and that was Emmy. Yep. Yes. Yep. Also, yeah, <laughs> that should have stuck in my head. Uh, Fukumi Kuroda was the fresco painter, the the, the TV lady. TV lady. The main woman. Oh, Asuka. Okay. <laughs> Asuka. 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 Oh. Asuka that bazooka. Hey, yes, that bazooka. <laughs> Shingo Yamashiro was the dad in his dirty Mac. Kazio. Yep. Kazio. This is amazing. Mm. Nabuko Miyamoto was the, the, the older woman. I thought it was the mom to start with, but it wasn't. So that, I forgot who she played. Was that the wife? Yeah, but were they, the, were the they actually married? Because I didn't think they were. Or the stepmom, more figure. Because I thought they were a couple to start with, and then yeah, it, it was a bit kind of looked like mm. he was making a move, and she was like, "Nah." Yeah, that was Akiko. <laughs> but yeah, the lady that was dressed like she was going for a safari. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Michiko Watanabe, or Watanabe, sorry, who was the ghost. Ah, didn't get that one. No, no. Boo. <laughs> rubbish. And I've also one written down specifically Dick Smith, not for the name, <laughs> not for the name, although it is funny. <laughs> Richard Smith, I'm assuming. <laughs> Who did the makeup because he's also done the makeup for The Exorcist, The Godfather, oh, Taxi wow. Driver. He's an absolute baller wow, <laughs> at yeah, makeup. Yeah. Does he also smuggle budgies? <laughs> <laughs> he might have done. He's dead now. Oh. <laughs> to me, I think he was like 93, 94 when he died. Oh, wasn't wow. there. Good innings. <laughs> yeah, as, as they say. So the synopsis, I didn't write one down. I nicked it off IMDb. A TV production crew attempt to make a documentary about infamous painter Mia Mia Ichiro when they start filming in his old house, they are attacked by the ghost of the painter's wife. So, did I like it? I did. Obviously, I did. <laughs> I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. Mm. I just, I can understand why people wouldn't like this, and I think I'm probably going to be standing on my own with this one, particularly. I liked the story. We watched it on YouTube, so it was, quality-wise, hard to watch sometimes. Mm. It's an 80s film being watched on YouTube. It's never been released on English DVD or Blu-ray, as far as I'm aware. I couldn't find it anywhere anyway. And I, 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 I thought it was good. I liked the story. I thought the story was interesting. It was quite dark. I liked the gore. I thought it was very silly and over the top. Some of the scenes kind of reminded me of the thing level of... Yeah. Yeah. Like, horror. <laughs> and I, ju- I just thought it was a lot better than I was expecting it to be. Hmm. So I've given it a 7 out of 10. I enjoyed it. I think I'd watch it again to... At least once more, I think yeah. I'll watch it again. Yeah. What about you two? About I you think two? I need to watch it again. Yeah, I, me and Steve watched this together. Yeah. yeah, I gave this a four. Okay, mm. because again, there were some positives. I thought, as you said about um, the Allah, the thing mm. uh, type gore, mm. I, I liked. I enjoyed um, the general idea of the story. I liked, but I found this film, and I, I presume unintentionally so, because it's not a complex story, wildly confusing. I there were bits I was confused by, I'll be honest. And I can't tell unless I rewatch it, if that was because the film was confusing. I think it was in parts. Or if it was because when me and Steve were watching this, Hannah had just come back mm. and Hannah's got no interest in this whatsoever, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So she spent the first <laughs> forty minutes watering the plants. Which is fine. Obviously she's allowed to water her plants in her own house. But it was difficult to really focus on the film. It, it wasn't very subtle. <laughs> yeah, because the plants are around the telly. <laughs> so, yeah. But and no, we've got, what, 60 plants? There's fucking loads. <laughs> I and wouldn't it, dare to count. Lovely to look at, but there's a lot. Yeah. So it, it obviously takes a while to do it. And it may be, 
uh, maybe that could have contributed to why it's confusing. Yeah, but well, I might be giving this one a pass. <laughs> maybe. I, I mean, my biggest my biggest flaw of it was 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 that notion um, that sometimes I couldn't tell where characters were in relation to where they just were. Yeah. In a lot of a lot of moments, so there'd be a lot of moments where yeah. they'd go into a, a different room or mm. building, and I had no clue mm. where that was in relation to where the rest of the film was set. Yeah. And so I found it. Again, not the story confusing, but the film confusing. I didn't know where things were happening. Yeah. Now you've said it, now you've articulated it that way. I think that was probably more likely deliberate than not deliberate, solely because of what kind of film it is. If it wasn't a horror film, I would say the confusion is probably not meant to be there. Haunted house films, I don't think, don't need to particularly make sense. I think adding to the confusion that this house is kind of this sprawling, mess of that you and the characters don't know where they are in relation to the rest of the house I think probably adds to it but again I might be I'm a lot more generous with horror than I am with anything else yeah I don't know yeah I don't know whether I've articulated it well enough it was more that I didn't get the vibe that it was the house that was making things confusing I Mm. thought I got the vibe that I had no idea I had no idea where this scene was now happening yeah yeah no I I just don't think that I personally don't see that as a negative in a film about a haunted house I'm like it's okay if it's confusing geographically as long as the story makes sense I just couldn't tell whether it was even still in the haunted house or anything because it seemed like they went outside at one point and gone to a different building and I didn't Mm. even I didn't know why we were in a different building and I I found it very distracting I think is is why yeah it took you out of it yeah so I was constantly trying to catch up and think oh am I supposed to know where we are I don't know and again it might have been intentional on a first watch, I think mm. that's a reach that it was intentional. Yeah. But I, I, which is why I want to watch it again because I want to see if there was things I just didn't pick up on and yeah. maybe yeah. misread or misinterpreted a scene or two and maybe there was some bits of information that I didn't pick up and that I might have actually not found that to be a negative and yeah, found yeah. the positive out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest... Excuse me. No idea. You're bad. I'm bidding on nothing. <laughs> okay <laughs> your phone's still on noisy though isn't it mm. <laughs> I don't know what it is so the, it's not no idea it's definitely you <laughs> yeah, I've got no idea I'll definitely put it on silent oh I'll turn well. on share that song <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that oh. shit yeah you did yeah oh, never mind share is going <laughs> uh, but yeah a, a lot of the other a lot of the other positives I can get on board with yeah that was a very long winded summary but go on it was Matt mm, 7 out of 10 Okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought you'd hate this. No, no. <laughs> considering it's a YouTube um, film, um, like you said about the quality, um, and obviously subtitled, I find I found this better than most of the subtitled films I've watched on Prime. <laughs> okay. I think it's because of the Resident mm. Evil relation to it. And as soon as it come on, if I, I, could, I could pick up on it, like with the red velvet thing at the beginning with the key in it. Yeah. For the mansion, I was like, oh, that's Resident yeah, Evil. Yeah. <laughs> and then the music that was constantly throughout the film, like that mm, in the background, that sort of like ominous. Yeah, I, that, I, I was like, noise. well, that's Resident Evil. Just playing it normally, you get that music in the background. I'll tell you and what I did enjoy about this. Bit. You're talking about the music. Yeah. Was <laughs> really jolly and happy it started <laughs> off. Yeah. The music was really like a <laughs> 50s adventure film. <laughs> there was like an alter yeah. ego to the composer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really, really jaunty for so long before it went dark yeah yeah, that's it, yeah but even after it went dark there was yeah, moments it, was that it, it went jaunty for yeah. like in a random scene it was, yeah. yeah it was interesting i wonder i'd like to see more i think japanese horror films um 
to see yeah. how common that is. Yeah. Yeah. With its score. There's yeah. a th- what's the film called? The Happiness of the Catacuries or something. And right. that's that's worth a watch. Okay. Mm. From a a horror film that's <laughs> I can't, I can't even explain it. <laughs> we'll get it in here somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure we will. You, I think you'll probably hate it. Okay. I can't remember if I liked it or not. I can right. just remember it being fucking bonkers. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really yeah. pleased you liked it. I, yeah. th- I honestly thought I'd be on my own. Like, no, no, this oh. film, it, it sort of reminded me of um, House on Haunted Hill as well. Um, not, yes, not, I got them vibes. I, I've never seen the original, but I've seen the one with Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. From the 90s, I think it was, late 90s. Yeah, that, that was like with Shadows in the House sort of thing. By the mansion, yeah. I think but I yeah. think this has got a lot of inspiration from the original. Yeah, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, I yeah. got them vibes. Yeah, but yeah. I, 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 yeah, I genuinely liked it. I thought that I liked. You mentioned shadows. I like the direct, like the a lot of the camera angles and direction. I like the way yeah. they used the shadows. Yeah, it's really scary, man. Yeah, yeah because yeah. the light in the dark. Oh, was yeah. very very well done. Yeah, the camera work was excellent. I thought it was um, in the scenes. Yeah, I thought it was creepier than it was yeah, yeah. going to be. Uh, it was I mean, creepier than I expected. I thought they did a, a, quite a good job. Yeah, for too. an older film. Yeah, about what it's about. I think they did quite a, a good a good job of that of, of setting a good atmosphere and um, yeah the the bits that were meant to look a bit grim looked yeah. very grim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I expected. We were an average. Uh, we were at one point likening this. Is this going to be like Whispering Corridors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was very pleased it wasn't. No, yeah, or very little payoff, or at least that's what we felt. Yeah, to the kind of the it was just that dread slowly building, and then it finished. Yeah, but yeah, this was almost the opposite. There was a load yeah. of shit went on. There was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolute mad amount. Like you said about the shadows, I mean, it was like tentacles. It was sort of like hunting them, catching up with them. But then it was like that one scene where there was the shadows of like somebody's hair being blown upwards. Yeah. And I was like, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, what is it with Eastern horror films and hair? Hair, yeah. yeah. Like Japan, uh, Korea, <laughs> Thailand. They've all got... They've all got some sort of hair, hair ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. There's yeah. some, and I think... And it's if you've not watched many kind of Japanese or Korean horror films, it's mm. difficult to deal with the culture shift yeah. yeah, in filmmaking, not the culture of kind of the, the country versus the country of like America and England, mm. but just they make films different. They yeah, do. it's set different. The their tropes are different. Their kind of mm. framings are different. Yeah, so that takes a while to marry up, and I still struggle with that sometimes, even though I've seen a lot. Yeah, but that's just because <clears> we're so westernized with what we watch it's harder to kind of fall into it. Yeah. May have added to my confusion as well. Yeah, it could have done. I mean, it wasn't. So story-wise, it was simple enough to follow. Yeah, it's, it's follow, not complex but, at all. But there were bits where I was thinking, I'm not wildly sure what's happening action-wise. Yeah. Or kind of the, the the context that we're in. Yeah. So so I completely understand that. I did like again going back to shadows. I like the fact that the shadows killed people. Yeah. Yeah. Like Melted hot shadows them. that yeah. melted people. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. And yeah. the guy, the driver, who, uh, what was his name? Uh, Tamagotchi guy. <laughs> Taguchi. Taguchi. Yeah. Taguchi. His death, I think he was... The, was he the first person that died? I think he was the first yeah, death, wasn't he? Was, he? Yeah. Yeah. I thought his death was ace. And me. Was, yeah. he the, was he the guy that was um, a bit pervy? Yes. He was yes. The, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, made a crack on everyone. I thought, yep. he's definitely the comedy guy of this film, and he's going to make yeah. me laugh throughout the whole film, and he's going to end up killing somebody. Which he did, yep. because he lent that massive fucking battle axe yeah, well, <laughs> against we, the wall. Well, yeah. <laughs> we said that. Why would, you, why would you lean it upright when you get like, out of the way? That was, no <laughs> way am I doing that. going to fall on somebody. <laughs> 
but I just I just liked his death. The first time we yeah. saw the shadows kind of following him. Yeah. And then he started burning. Yeah. And then it, yeah. it started melting him and it cut away. Mm. And you followed Emmy, I think. Yes, it was, yeah. As she ran away. Yeah. And the shadows followed her. Yeah. And then when you went back to him <laughs> and you, <laughs> his feet were there. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a melted hole in the floor <laughs> full of guts. Yeah. And then he's waist upwards, still alive, crawling yeah. along the floor, yeah. shouting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just thought it was really That's good. where I think as well that they've obviously put that in the game of where the zombies are not dead when you shoot them and they land on the floor and they just crawl after you. That's I, I definitely got it from that. Like yeah, they're yeah, crawling after you and you just scares the shit out of you. I would like to play the original, like the Sweet Home game. Yeah. Again, it only got released in Japan, so I imagine it's fucking expensive. Oh, yeah, I can but, imagine, yeah. Yeah, I think there's there's gameplay tra- there's gameplay uh, footage on yeah. on YouTube, so I might watch some of them but just watching, to see what it's like. Watching this, it actually took me to buy Resident Evil Two, the remake. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, so I've installed <laughs> it and I played about twenty minutes, and I'm I'm getting a bit fanboy again over yeah. Resident Evil because I've, like I've still Evil. got to play all of them again because it's been decades since I played them. Yeah, I need to play one, and through. we still need to play Village. We do. Oh, I still Village haven't played it. Yeah, never played it. Watched trailers for it, fanboyed over it, and then I couldn't get a PS5 for 400 years. <laughs> You've got one now, haven't you? No. Are you not? No. You can I get them now. No. I'm, th- I'm pretty sure they're more readily available. Mm, interesting. I think so. They mm. were a little bit, I think they're selling out again because it's uh, Christmas. Ah. Because someone was asking Nick, who works for Sainsbury's, yeah, for yeah. context, if they could get any, and he's like, no. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> Obviously not, they've gone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, next year though, I imagine it'll be it'll be doable. Yeah, but going back to the music as well, when you said it's a bit, um, well, this is different. When there was vacuum, the painting, it looked satisfying. When there was vacuuming all the dust off the actual painting, yes. and then the, I'll put the music was very questionable in that scene. So I reckon it was quite shrilly, but I can't remember. I can't remember directly. <laughs> oh, no. My standout for the music was how happy it was. <laughs> Mainly when um, and jolly. Yeah. What's her name? The one that we think might have been his wife might not have been his wife. Right. Was safari it Asuko? Is it Asuko? The dad. No, the safari lady. Oh, safari his lady. Uh, potential Aki- wife. Akiko. Akiko, Akiko sorry. Yeah. Um, it was mainly when she was driving anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just seemed to be like she was having a jolly time. <laughs> no. yeah. We have got to talk about the gas station attendant. Yes. Who was my favourite character. Mr. Yeah. Yamamura. By for far. obvious reasons. One, Steve pointed out while I was watching it when he was pouring the gas <laughs> with... With a fag. Well, yeah, Did with a fag, but yeah. when he had one leg up yeah. <laughs> facing the camera and he got one leg up on top of the... Was it even on anything? Was it rest, resting on the pump? I think it might have been resting on the pump. Yeah, doing like a little lunge as he was... Uh, <laughs> it was the greatest entrance in the pose that you could ask for. <laughs> and then he turned out to be an absolute badass. Yep. Didn't they? Didn't the hydraulics fail on him as well? Because <laughs> it was, cause it was, it was grinding... It was yes. Yeah. It was underneath yeah. the car, weren't it? It was it was like shagging the car, like it was grinding because the song was that good, and then the hydraulics yeah, failed. Yeah, because I wondered what he was doing. Was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, "Turn the lever, turn the lever." And yeah. Sh- uh, Kiko turned the lever, <laughs> sent the wrong way, and he got flat. And he was like, "Up." <laughs> there was bits in this, and we've said it in about a lot of other horror films that kind of were successful. There was a lot of humour in places. Uh, yeah. Like the dad in his dirty Mac, which I don't <laughs> yeah. obviously his Mac isn't meant to be humorous, but no. to me, I just thought it was funny that he had a dirty beige Mac on for the entire yeah. film. I liked it when it yeah. first started and he, they were trying to push the door open Yeah, and they couldn't get in. <laughs> so he went to barge the door down, but he spat on his hands first <laughs> and then fell through the door. <laughs> yeah. It's normally kind of Mac that you wear, like if you're a detective from the 90s. Yeah, he looked like he Columbo. was Columbo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. I, th- I think Brad Pitt, I wouldn't seven as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we had the, the Colombo Mac on. Yeah. Mm. But for people that are listening, yeah. and I, I've said this on previous ones, but if you haven't <laughs> listened to it on previous ones, uh, I, I picked this specifically because the house that they inve- that they were investigating and doing the documentary in yeah. is the house of a painter. Yeah. And one of the people they took with them was a fresco painter, an old uh, like rest- <laughs> re- restorer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm claiming that it fits into the theme yeah. <laughs> for that particular reason. Yeah. yeah. Now, you never see the painter. No. I thought maybe you would, because I thought he was missing, yeah. was what I said last week, but it turned out quite early on in the film that he was dead. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, oh, okay. But you do see his paintings. You see a lot of his frescoes. Yeah, yeah. You do. And they play parts to the story, because yeah. mm-hmm. they uncover one and there's a burning baby, and there's a baby in a furnace, which turns out to be... Yeah. Hey, it came up on a list. <laughs> yeah, it did. It came, it came up, up on a list. list. It's yeah. specifically titled Horror Films that... About painters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a big furnace, by the way. It was huge. It was a fucking pit. <laughs> it was absolutely massive. Yeah. Definitely need a guardrail around that. <laughs> so is there kind of is the family and the, the, the restoration painter kind of doing their documentary? Yeah. They're uncovering frescoes on the walls that they didn't know were there. And they, those frescoes kind of tell a story of what, happened in the house loosely or kind of foreshadow kind of what's coming on yeah and then they get haunted by the ghost of the painter's wife who can do a load of mad shit wants she, her baby yeah wants her baby wants her baby mm-hmm. she can possess people she can kill using shadows she's got kind of all these powers and again i'm fine with ghosts having mad powers and unexplained powers i'm okay with that as long as they're used throughout the film and it's not just they use one power all the way up until the end, and then there's a reveal where they can have seven other powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that she used different ones throughout the film, I was okay that she was really powerful at the end. I was like, that's fine. But it turns out that the what the what the uncovers that going through the film are the ones that live anyway, the, the family members that live. The lady she'd lost her son or daughter. I can't remember if it was a son or a daughter. Was it a son? It was a daughter. Was it a daughter? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. So a daughter got burned alive in this furnace. Yeah. And then to give her daughter playmates in the afterlife so the ghost could play with people, she kidnapped loads of children and then set them on fire <laughs> in the furnace. Yeah. Lovely lady. Lovely lady. So it's yeah. a happy film. And then she killed herself. Yeah. And obviously she's now a ghost on vengeance. <laughs> yeah. Against kind of everything and, every, and anyone. But yeah, so he's specifically trying to get her... Yeah, child back who she mistakes for kind of every kid that's around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's um a baby corpse, isn't there? Yeah, there really is. early on. Yeah, there and is. it's grim. It is. It's I've written so that. Yeah, grim. I've yeah. got yeah the dying baby bit and the dead baby bit is rank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like within what twenty minutes? Yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Then they hold the baby at some point as well, and it looks at its face and it raises its head and then drops its neck like straight back. I remember I know, that bit. One, I like, the one that the gets haunted. Um, yeah, one of them, one of the people gets possessed, don't they? Yeah, yeah it's the restoration lady gets yeah. possessed yeah. Asuka. initially. That's Asuka. 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 Okay. Yeah, she gets possessed initially, so she goes out, digs up this baby coffin. Yeah, that's it. And as soon as she, as soon as she digs up a small coffin, yeah, you know, it was yeah. this was about five minutes after me and Steve said, "I wonder if this is going to be like whispering corridors where nothing really <laughs> yeah. kind of yeah, happens." Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes outside and digs up a baby coffin. We look yeah. at each other and we're like. Probably not. Get a bit of dead baby in there. Yep, they open yep. it and there's a dead green, kind of rotted baby, which is yeah. horrible, obviously. Yep. Good practical effects. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, but, it looked good. Oh, Dick Smith. Yeah, but yeah, horrible. Uh, yeah, and that's so early on, and you think, mm. hey, this has set the tone of this. This is this is dark. Yeah, and it's still and it's gonna sound weird, but it's still got comedy elements through it. Yeah, it's even weird, though yeah. the plot is <laughs> fucking grim. Yeah. But it's still got light-hearted, funny bits, and the music is still insane. It's like it's a different soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, it is. So they've got a fifties adventure film and just pop that over the top soundtrack-wise. <laughs> yeah, I just remember. I'll talk about it when we finish talking about this because it's it's worth bringing up. Yeah, it's another, it's something I should have said in a roundup, and I completely forgot. <laughs> I watched another film. <laughs> uh, I've lost the thread now because I was talking. I've gone. I've gone off on one. Was that other than about the uh, the music? Yeah, yeah, the music's mad. Yes, yeah. but it's got these kind of dark bits, and yeah. right at the end, you get the really big reveal of uh, the, the ghost as she comes to the fore yeah. to battle whoever's left. Yeah, I think it's the mom and the daughter, isn't it? Yeah, yes. that's left because yeah, the dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before this, it's worth talking about as well because it made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the dad and his daughter and the lady who we're not sure if it's his wife or girlfriend or something go, or, yeah somebody else they all get out of the house yeah <laughs> do they all get out of the house no he doesn't because he comes out at the end no he, he goes back in to get someone that's it yeah is Emmy still in the house Emmy's still in the house possessed so that yeah the mom and the dad yeah they get the, out of the house the dad and his wife or his girlfriend yeah. come out of the house yeah the dad has been fairly useless all the way through this. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. he just wants to leave and kind of leave everyone that's still in there that he isn't related to yeah. to die. Yeah. And he comes out and he finally has that kind of epiphany that all film heroes, yeah. air quotes, have. Where he uh, he runs into the film. Yeah. He runs into the film, runs into the house to save his daughter, but he runs in through the front door. Yeah. There's some weird lightning that you can't really explain. Yeah, like black lightning. And he yeah. disappears. Yeah. And then instantly... <laughs> <laughs> the lady that he was with then walks in through another door yeah. clearly with a plan that she <laughs> yeah. hasn't told to the dad yeah. to give the dead baby back to the, the, the ghost so yeah. that she would swap it for Emmy the daughter yeah She's obviously got this plan in her head that she starts doing. She just lets the dad run in. And you don't see him again until the very end when he's hiding in the cupboard. He's hiding yeah. in the cupboard. I thought that was a really weird decision, but it made me laugh. And me. I love that. I love the fact he was hiding in the cupboard as well. I like the fact for a haunted house film and a ghost film as well, and a horror film, that the, most of the main cast, or yeah. the ones that were doing the heroics or stuff, were middle-aged. Yeah. yeah. Weren't teenagers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was 40, 45-year-old people. Yeah. But it's definitely worth a watch. I, I, th- well, I think me and Matt I'd both say it's definitely worth yeah, it. Definitely it's worth I think Steve would as well. Oh, really, yeah. yeah. I think it's worth a watch, and and it's one that I'd like to watch again to yeah. to see how different I feel about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it would be interesting. Because I feel like I missed something. Yeah. So I want to watch it again to, to be sure of whether it's just <laughs> how I feel about the film or yeah. whether there's a piece missing that I didn't quite... Yeah. Grasp. Also, when they first went to the mansion, why did she have to have a bath and... Um, wash her hair. I was like, can that not just wait? Oh, the rest of the, the, the restorer. Yeah. Yeah, her first thing was, was like, like, I'm going to have a bath oh in this God. clearly creepy house that's yeah. covered in dust and spiders. Yeah, a stagnated water. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a bath and then. Yeah. That was when the guy in the hat, the driver, uh, Taguchi or whatever his name was, <laughs> Taguchi, yeah. started making a move, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every opportunity yeah. that he got, he'd crack onto either Emmy or. Yeah, but I mean, that, that axe that he put against the wall, I thought that's, like I said earlier, that's definitely going to kill somebody. And when that woman just fell in the wheelchair, I thought, oh, she's safe. 
and then it shot to the axe in the yeah. wall. I was like, oh, no, she ain't. And it just went straight through her head. I was like, oh, oh was it a chest? Something like that. I was like, oh. no, it's, through, it's literally through her forehead. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah. Oh, but there's a quote, I can't remember who said it, but if you show a gun in a film, you'd better use it or don't put it yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah so yeah, when yeah. that axe came it's on. It's intended, yeah. Unless the filmmakers just. Yeah. Oh. Off a bit. That's going to get used. I've just remembered one bit in the film that really creeped me out. When it's like um, a smart fart, though. No. <laughs> no. I, I think I, I had the face of smelling the fart when I watched this scene because I was like, that's horrible. Because um, he, st- he stood at the door <laughs> and... No, she stood at the door holding hands of, with Emmy ready to go out with the dad. And when she looked back, like the hand had changed into the old hand of the ghost. Oh, yeah, and She yeah. looked up and then the face changed that one eye. I was like, yeah. oh! Yeah, I yeah, literally yeah. went, oh, God! <laughs> Yeah. That was horrible. Yeah, the effects in this were I really was good. Not, I, was, ugh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, yeah, the effects were great. And I liked, and we've not really <laughs> spoken about it, right at the end, the big reveal of the ghost at the end. Yep. Who grew many heads. Yeah. Yep. Many heads. That's were they all I the got, children that she'd killed? That's where I got the tyrant feel from it. From like the tyrant boss in Resident yeah. Evil, like with all the arms mutations and... I think yeah. maybe that was sprouted from that. I don't so know. It starts off with like a lady floating towards yeah. Emmy and the... That's it. Akiko, was it? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then she starts yeah. morphing into this like, massive, grey, long-faced mm. creature that's huge, like yeah. the size of our house. Yeah. Like and baby heads. Baby heads popping out, out of the neck. Out of the neck. Yeah. 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 That yeah. was horrible. <laughs> Absolutely grim. That's what yeah. reminded me of the thing, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mr. Yamamura, <laughs> why did he have to... <laughs> Sing a nursery rhyme at the end. Oh yeah, and squeeze a glass bottle. Well, no idea. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that at all. I don't get it. <laughs> but it made me laugh. Yeah. So the guy who was, was the hard man of the film. Yeah. Did the guy that got crushed under the car initially. Yeah. Comes back, finds the. He knows a little bit about the house. He's from the surrounding village. He knows that there's a curse in the house. Yeah. And the the totems that had been placed around by the villagers, you assume, have yeah, been knocked rocks. over by this crew. Yeah. So he's angry that this has happened. But <laughs> wanders in there to sort of save the day, to to deal with the ghost. Manages to get Emmy back at the cost of his own life. Yeah. But before he does it, yeah, he just sings an out-of-tune nursery rhyme. Yeah. And then sinister sounding squeezes song. <laughs> a, a, like a, a glass of whiskey or a glass yeah. of something. A small glass whiskey bottle or something, yeah. Yeah, and, and it just melts in his hands. <laughs> And, and then like, he just ready. runs into a dark room and comes out <laughs> dying with a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're even calling him, even when he's standing there, melting to a skeleton. They're all and they're all like, "Mr. Yamamura." It's like he's dead. <laughs> yeah. He's melting in front of you. He's got yeah. no. He's Leave. got no head. <laughs> At that melting scene, he didn't didn't pull away from that. His eyes no. drips yeah, yeah, yeah. down his face. His yeah. skeleton yeah. melted in half. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody lovely. Mm. And the daughter Emmy, she had a right squeal on her. Every time, every time she Excuse squealed, me. in every scene that she was in, she squealed. Logan <laughs> shot up as if like <laughs> somebody he? had gone, Logan, like really loud <laughs> next to him. He's gone, what, what? Logan's back, dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he literally, his head was tilting all over the shop. Not, not his kid. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just the one that he lives with. It's a no. bit weird. <laughs> Miko <Mikaka> Spaniel. <laughs> yeah. And he's absolutely fucking mental. <laughs> but yeah, I've. Not, I've didn't make that many notes about Sweet Home, to be honest, and then I ran out of time when I was trying to make more earlier. Yeah. But I thought it was a good haunted house film. Yeah. Definitely, definitely worth a worth a watch if you're into that sort of yep. style of film. If you like haunted house films, check it out. It's on YouTube, it's free. Yeah. 
I noticed the end shot as well when it panned out from the mansion and it had the forest around it. I thought, yeah, that's definitely Resi, that is. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you can see where I told if the games follows a similar path, yeah. you can see kind of where Resident Evil would have come from. Yeah, and then I said to you after the credits, because I was still making notes, I noticed that when the credits were sort of like a few minutes in, that the mansion crumbled on itself and just completely Yeah, yeah I couldn't remember seeing that. Yeah. Mm. Closing credit scene. It was good. It was mm. good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've hit a lull. We have. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say before we. Sorry, one quote oh, from yeah, the film, and that's me done the film. Mister Yamamura, when he was on about darkness, he always gets you. Um, he said, "There's even darkness inside your fist." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a weird quote to emphasise how dangerous the dark is. Yeah, even in your fist, there is darkness. <laughs> yeah, because like, that's amazing. They wanted to beat the ghost, didn't they? Who attacked through shadows by yeah. using lights? Yeah, and he was like. Lights create shadows. There's even darkness in your fist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, man, yeah. we need to see more What of a weird guy. quote. Okay, so last last thing that I want to say, and it's not about Sweet Home, it's about a film that I watched this week. Yeah. I think it was on Saturday. Was it Sunday? No, it was Sunday. And I had gone out around my parents. And I hadn't slept on Saturday night because I had some. I've had a weird week of like nightmares almost every night this week, oh, which amazing. I don't normally have. You say it sounds amazing. Yeah, I, love them, I fucking nice. hate nightmares. Oh, I love them. I'm okay if they don't wake me up, which they all do. <laughs> yeah, but we're like, <laughs> yeah, we're good. Odd statement. If this hadn't been going on for over two hours already, we'd be getting into that. <laughs> so look out for that next week. We'll when I quiz week. Matt about his nightmares. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was really tired on Sunday, and I put a film on. I only had an hour and twenty minutes to watch a film, so I put a really short one on on right. Arrow subscription that I've got. Oh yeah, I got that. And it's and I've not written anything down about it because I completely forgot. And it is everyone should watch this right. at least once. It's <laughs> it's billed as the first Ugandan action film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> How old and is it? Uh, Two thousand and ten. Oh. And it's called okay. Who Killed Captain Alex? <laughs> right. And it is insane. <laughs> it's it. It was uh, filmed in, they call it, so you know you've got Hollywood, yeah. and then the Indian version, you've got Bollywood, yep. the Nigerian one, Nollywood. Right. The Ugandan one, yeah, I think it's called Wakollywood. Okay. okay. And it was done by, I, I didn't, because I've not written anything down, so I can't remember anyone's names, and or really anything of use. Yeah. But the guy that filmed it, it was done for like 200 quid, or 200 dollars, it was, because it, obviously it's filmed in a Ugandan village. Yeah. So it's, as well as well <laughs> influenced as you would expect it to be. Yeah. But he filmed it specifically for his friends, himself, and his village. He didn't think anyone would ever watch it. It's not like he's okay, yeah, like yeah. a, a world-class or world-famous film director. Yeah. But it's genuinely quite good. <laughs> if you look past the fact it is made on £200. <laughs> it, it, looks, it looks like a home movie. Of course it looks like a home movie. Yeah. Everything, including the equipment, cost up to £200. <laughs> so it looks like a home movie. You take that out of the equation. <laughs> the effects are insane. It's like PS1 blood pops. Amazing. For, for the gunshots and stuff. Yeah. But what, what I like about it <laughs> is how enthusiastic everyone is. Yeah. It's not really badly acted, considering. Yeah. It's, you're not going to be winning an Oscar for it, but it's, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's committed to it. And there's a lot of Kung Fu scenes in there. Or right. I say a lot, it's probably six or seven. 
they're quite well done. Like, choreographed quite well. <laughs> They've done the old 70s trick where they'll do it in normal speed and then they speed, speed it, up. it up. And you can tell it's sped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it look it looks okay. The camera works decent, yeah. considering. Yeah. But it's only it's only like an hour long, <laughs> and it is. Oh no, no, the bit the bit that I loved and the bit that makes the film. Yeah. Because it's an hour long, it doesn't it doesn't particularly get boring. Hmm. If it was any longer, I think you'd kind of get the, the the kitsch would wear off. Yeah. But I don't know if this. I think I don't know if this is a Ugandan thing or whether this is specific to the people that made it. I yeah. think I can remember because I've, I've known about this film for a while and I've never watched it. And I think I remember reading that this is a Ugandan thing that they put over the top of uh, regular films, like yeah. professionally made films as well. They have a VJ, right? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> who <laughs> commentates on the film, right, as it's going. And his job is he's kind of like part hype man, part pundit in a sports match. It's an interesting concept. Uh, oh, it's, and it sounds it sounds like it shouldn't work. Yeah. And it does work. And he's talking over a lot of the dialogue, mm. but obviously because he's in Uganda and it's uh, subtitled anyway. Yeah. But I, I, I can't I can't begin to explain what it's like. Yeah. It's if however insane you're thinking it sounds, mm. it's worse. It probably is. Yeah. And it's de- it's worth a watch. It is a lot better than it deserves to be. <laughs> right. Based on it. the guy that's made it, obviously has a certain level of talent as a filmmaker. Yeah. He just he just does. Yeah. yeah. He just didn't have the resources. He's not got the resources. Not got the yeah. training. Not got the education in it. He's just obviously watched films and thought, I'm going to have a go. And yeah. it's it's not bad. It's better than what I would do. <laughs> and I can afford more than that. Yeah. And yeah. it would look worse. I promise you, it would look worse. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, it's the VJ and I can't remember his name I should have written it down yeah but he bigs himself up at the start yeah then he kind of outlines what the film is and then there's just bits where there'll be some dialogue Mm. but someone will say something someone will say something else and then he'll just (laughs) put in his own dialogue over the top (laughs) as to what he thinks the character's going to respond with and it's always funny (laughs) it's absolutely amazing I think specifically Steve I think you would love it okay what was it called? Uh, Who Killed Captain Alex. Oh, brilliant. Okay. It's, it's an hour, an hour and 10 minutes. It start, I think the film's about an hour. And then there's a little bit at the beginning of kind of who it is, how it was made, etc. Very, very small. It's only like five minutes at the beginning. Yeah. It starts off with a scene, and it's before the film starts, of a helicopter <laughs> that isn't really there, obviously but it's kind of superimposed on the top of some boxes and you can't see the boxes, but you assume that's what's there. And these guys climb into these boxes and disappear into this fictional helicopter that's not there. Yeah. And the helicopter takes off straight up and then flies over, uh, Kampala, is it in Uganda? Right. Is it Kampala? I don't know, actually. I don't think it is. I, if anyone's listening to this, I apologize. I've got, I can't remember what the capital of, uh, Uganda is, but flies over that kind of bombing it. Yeah. With, MS paint kind of explosions just appearing <laughs> and then buildings that have been placed over the top of it crumbling. Oh wow. It's it's insane. He's got a helicopter scene in it. Oh man. That's for two hundred pounds. It's uh, a helicopter scene. Ambitious. <laughs> yeah. It, the ambition is beyond what you would ever expect. Mm. It is just ridiculous. Yeah. And he's made other films. And halfway through it, the the MC guy, the VJ guy is big enough and announcing the other films that are coming up in the catalogue. 
Shit. It's absolutely phenomenal. And I'm sure I read that it's not specific to this film, that that's kind of a thing in Uganda, that, that whether it's everywhere, <laughs> but in some specific locations, that yeah. there are people who just talk over and hype up and take the piss out of the films that they're watching. And then people watch that. Brilliant. Like a Ugandan goggle box kind of thing. I, I mean, like it as a concept. So I'll see if it it's works. Ace. Yeah. I loved it. I'm not I can't rate it. It's impossible to rate. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Because on one hand it's a ten and on the other it's a two. You're just like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is worth watching. If you've got any interesting kind of films or anything that's unique or strange or odd, it is worth a watch. It deserves <laughs> yeah. some it and it's got a lot of love. It's kind of a cult classic. Yeah. Already, but mm-hmm. it, it's, it's it's worth it. Yeah. Absolutely worth it. It's specifically with some friends and some beers. I was going to yeah, say we'll probably nice. have to do that as a, a group. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sorry, I should have mentioned that at the beginning. I've kind of made this run over into twenty-seven days. It's all good. Weirdly, the last couple have gone over on two hours. The numbers haven't been affected. So yeah. what yeah. the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're with us now, you're with us forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've watched, yeah. If you've watched this, watched, listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Then, and yeah. Right, yeah. we should probably introduce next week's theme, which Matt hasn't got on his board, so it'd be interesting to see if he knows what it is. Yes, I do. Do you? Yeah. Oh, you do? You must, yeah, because yeah. I have picked it. Yeah, so next theme is Partner's Pick. It is. And I honestly, I was worried about this week. Yeah. And as it turns out, I'm not now. Yeah. I've seen all the films, but I know I like them all. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've seen any of them. Okay. Yeah. That's cool, then. I was specifically worried about Becky's, yeah. as, as I think I said last week. As was I. I've yeah. seen two. Um, one of them quite prominently I've seen, and then the other one I haven't seen for a long time, decades. 15 years. Yeah, for about 15 years. <laughs> I expected I would be having to slag off La La Land for 25 minutes. <laughs> as would I have been. La La Land and Ryan Gosling would have got hit hard. <laughs> <laughs> so Elaine has picked uh, The Frighteners. Any more on that? No. Okay. <laughs> it's got Michael J. Fox. Yeah. 1996-ish. Okay. Yeah, around about that time. I watched yeah. it a couple of years after it came out. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but that's the last time I saw it. What is it? Is it a horror? It's is a, it a... Yeah, it's... Adventure? Or? It's like a horror comedy. Yeah. Like a black. It's okay. black comedy. Horror. Yeah, it's like... It's horror, but it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's black it's, comedy horror. I, I think he's like an investigator, like a paranormal investigator, but he can see ghosts and he's okay. trying to make his way doing that, but the ghosts are quite funny. Maybe I have seen it. it. Yeah, vaguely, I think he's got Jay, yeah, Jay, Jay Boosie's in it as well. Is he? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Becky's pick yeah. was The Pianist, which is just a film that I've never got round yep. to. It's a film that I know has got quite a bit of acclaim and mm-hmm. generally well regarded, but yep. it's just one I've not got round to, so I'm interested in that. There's yep. one. I've watched this, but it was it was within the last 15 years. Okay. I think it was last year. Oh, Did- oh okay. Hannah put it on, because it was one of the films, again, like you, I know I should watch, Yeah. but... If I'm left on my own devices, I'm never going to put on a two-hour, forty-minute about a pianist in World War Two being chased around by Nazis. No, <laughs> because I'm going to watch Turbo Kid. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely yes. am. Because although I enjoy them and yeah. I enjoy the pianist, I think it's a great film. Yeah, kind of spoiler alert for next week. Yeah, but I was never going to pick it. Yeah, it's like I'm never going to put Schindler's List on until oh, someone no. makes it happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I know they're good. I just yeah. don't want to depress myself to mm-hmm. that level. Yeah, yeah. heavy. Yeah, Hannah has picked The Fall. Yep. Nope. Which, I can't... Oh, who's in it? The guy that played... Lee Pace. Lee Pace, yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, the guy that played Rona now of Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah. Lee Pace is in it, which is specifically why she watched it in the first place. Yeah. Because she's in love with Lee Pace. Interesting. Which is fair <laughs> yeah. enough. He is a yeah. good-looking boy. He is. But I can't really... 
I'm not going to tell you anything about it. It's a fantastical story about him telling a a, a, a tale to a girl in hospital. Okay. Yeah. And they're both in there, and it's kind of 20s sort of era. Right, yeah. okay. And she imagines what he's telling him, and it's really bright and vivid and fun. I think I cool. remember you having it on when I come round um, for some reason last year, and then it was on in the background, and my, my yeah. reaction was, hmm. Yeah, it's good. I like <laughs> it. I like it a lot. I've seen it yeah. two or three times. Yeah. Probably more than that, actually. This yeah. is one of the ones I have rewatched. Yeah. <laughs> no, normally, uh, Hannah's request. Request, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. You can follow us at Thrill Seekers on Instagram yep. or at Seekers Thrill on Twitter. You can also message and get in touch on Facebook, although um, we don't read it apparently. I don't I read have, it. I made a promise to myself today. I was going to say when I was coming around, but it wasn't. I was having a shower. That <laughs> Glad I said shower. <laughs> I was having a massive poo. <laughs> in the, no. <laughs> I was having a shower. And I thought I really should at least check in, check Instagram, check uh, Facebook once a week. Yeah. So if you have messaged, which you haven't, obviously, but if you have, which you haven't, <laughs> at some point within at least seven days, it will get checked out. Check, that's, that's like a KPI within seven days. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll read. I'll read your message. Fifteen years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll say, I'll say exactly the same thing next week. So I'm a notorious fibber. <laughs> <laughs> You can also get in touch with us on Podbean at Thrill Seekers and through our email thrillseekers at gmail.com. Yep. Leave us any reviews, suggestions, or anything like that. Um, all niceties, please. Mm. I think that's it, though. Yep. Yeah, I think so. So that's yeah. a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. Come back anytime, though. Oh.